Producing Podcasting, the ultimate podcast network designed exclusively for indie creators like you. At Podcastic, we believe in the power of unique voices and fresh perspectives. We're here to amplify your passion and creativity, connecting you with a growing community of engaged listeners who crave original content. Podcastic is more than just a platform. It's a support system built for indie podcasters, offering a range of resources to help you succeed. From tailored promotional campaigns to professional production assistance, we're here to help you shine. Our intuitive platform makes it easy for you to be seen and heard. We do all the heavy lifting for you. You just show up and create. Plus, with our advanced analytics, you'll gain valuable insights into your audience's preferences, allowing you to refine your content and grow your fan base. Ignite your passion, expand your reach, and thrive with podcasting. Visit our website at www.podcasticlife.com to get started. Podcasting, the home for indie podcasts and content creators. Motor City Soul Food has a new location at 14830 Telegraph in Redford with drive through and call-ahead service. Same delicious fried and baked chicken, barbecue ribs, fried and smothered pork chops, meatloaf, and more. The same macaroni and cheese, candied yams, dressing, black-eyed peas, and collard greens. Motor City Soul Food, now with three locations, Greenfield and 10 miles south of Starbucks, 7 Mile and Myers, and 14830 Telegraph, across from Carwright. Motor City Soul Food, number one when it comes to taste. Every athlete, every person, every human being has an opportunity. Some opportunities don't come when you want them. But if you're prepared, good opportunities can happen. Always be ready because you never know when your number is going to get called. Emmy Apparel, encourage me, I'm young. So my lips ain't crusty and my arms not musty. When it comes down to pizza, you best to crust me. And it's ice got to crush me, you know? Too soon. Good morning, y'all. Welcome to the Rising Ground Morning Show. This is what we do every Monday through Friday, 9-ish to 11-ish, whatever you want to say. That means either we make it early or we make it late, we still going to be straight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No matter what time of day. Oh, okay, that's what we do. See, I'm just rhyming the rhyming mode because I'm in Sesame Street mode, uh, like most of these rappers. So, we're going <laughs> to... So, here's the thing. We're going to think about this, uh, what they call battle rap. I called it autism rap, right? What? <laughs> Here's why. Because it all started off like, hey, yo, I heard your moms came down round the way. And every time I say, I say, hey, hey, hey. They got to catch the floor. Yeah. That that That's an opener. Yeah. But then they be like, then I come around with the four, five. Yeah. Boom, you right in your face. Bro, out your eyes in case you can't see the case. Yeah, yeah. You can't see the case, the eyes. Anyway, but this uh, you be sitting there like. <laughs> they do no, that should be funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. 
I like battle rap. Uh, it just it just depends on who I'm watching. Right. I can't watch every battle. Arsenal just be too much. He be he too gangster for his and own he, good. And he, he driving school bus. Listen, this is what I'm saying. When people start to put your business out on the street, <laughs> I think it's time for you to shut the hell up. Okay. Yeah. Just like leave it the fuck alone. Like, listen, if if you're a big boned person, heavy structured, or just plain fat. <sighs> Them belts don't work. I'm just letting you know we see all that shit coming from my brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you like a scrolls and muffin. You know, when you do <laughs> Why are you coming for the big girls? This no, no hey, this ain't girls. This guys ain't girls. Oh, oh got oh. you. Oh, got you. I know what these guys ain't girls. Got you. It's these things walking around with weight trainers, too. Oh, yeah. De- yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, guys walking around with you. And, um,. Quit saying you health conscious and you drinking from a plastic bottle. That shit don't make sense. Hey, wait, hold on. I just thought about something too. While you mentioned waist trainers, mm-hmm. the very first time a woman, mm-hmm. I, oh, that'd be tight, y'all. Go ahead. <laughs> the very first, <laughs> what's going on? Top of the top, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah. Listen, uh, I just want to say the very first time I hugged a woman that wore a waist trainer. Mm-hmm. I didn't know she had on a waist trainer. Mm. I hugged her thinking she had on a bulletproof vest. So I'm like, damn, damn. who want to kill her? Right. You know, I did not know what was going on yeah. until, it, to, until they got popular. And they don't know what's going on to six years later when they say, it's, it seems like your organs is pushing up against each other. We have to do surgery. Uh, um, so Yeah, you ain't supposed to sleep in that thing. <laughs> You're supposed to just, you know, maybe go to work and work one, out in it. And then one that's hour, it. two yeah. hours max. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My boy, he's so fucked up behind that waist train, he don't know what to do. Word? Yeah, he, he fucked up. Damn. Um, that's yeah, messed up. Yeah. But that's okay. He learned his lesson, I guess. Yeah, hey. Work it. Just work out. If you, ain't, if you don't do shit, just work your ass out. Yeah, you can get rid There's of it. There's no shortcuts to getting to the right road. No. Sorry. No, it's not. Huh? It's not at all. Cal, how many guys you know wear waist trainers? Okay, that's right. Real men don't wear waist trainers. They fight in the gym. I just don't know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, I, you know, that's gay. I mean, if I see a man in the gym with a waist trainer, I'll be like, uh, okay, I, I got you. I mean, how do they clothes? Yeah, some, yeah, some of them do wear. Some of them do wear. Wear their clothes, yeah. yeah. They get it from when women were pregnant. Yeah. In old school, this is another thing that we invented. Okay. So back in the day, the old school, when a woman had a child, they would literally wrap. There are still women who practice wrapping their stomach after the birth to finish pushing out. Mm. Oh, pushing out the excess fat. Right, and it trains it to stay flat. Gotcha. Right, and so that's where it really came from. Gotcha, but you just full of inflammation. Your ass should just go to the motherfucking gym. <laughs> right, you just pushing a whole bunch of inflammation up against your organs. Such so a terrible. Inflammation come in with Fried food. Yeah, yeah, fried food and dairy products. Yeah, if you're going to work out, definitely eat right. Yeah, and, and, and so to the health-conscious people, to all my fat-ass vegans, um, that <laughs> it don't make sense to me. I don't get it. <laughs> how you going to be a vegan? How you going to be a fat-ass vegan and telling people? Anyway, uh, it's the it's thing that I get on my chest. No, no, that. no, I get it. I remember you doing this the other day. I thought it was hilarious. But, <laughs> you know, I don't even mind the, the, the big vegans. What, what bothered me is somebody big trying to tell me how to work out. That's yeah. what pissed me off one day. Yeah. I don't think you're doing that right. You can't do it at all. What are you talking right. about? <laughs> like, no, so it's it's crazy. Yeah. Good he, father's only brand. Oh, here he just good brand. Father's brand. Good, he just get. He's a bag of, there you go. Yeah. That's good father's only. It was only twelve. Okay. 
clutches on it tonight. We in the in the lab. Okay. Well, that's cat with good fathers only. If you can't go to good fathers only, dot con. Um. So people, and I want to say something else. If your gas is off and you go to Starbucks every day, something is very fucking wrong with you. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I had a buddy, his gas, his license is off and shit, and he talking about, man, can you loan me $200? Nick, first of all, no. Um, I don't got it. And secondly, I said, you still go to Starbucks? He said, every day. I said, okay. So I just counted $5 or $10, it's five at the lowest, uh-huh. times 30. Damn. That's the lights and gas right there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shout out to everybody that's tapping in, man. I appreciate y'all. Now, don't get me wrong. I like I like somebody who help, who help their friends out. You know, yeah. my friends help me move. But uh, uh, let me see. But I ain't gonna help motherfuckers do dumb shit with that. I'm money. not. Yeah, I'm not with helping anybody out that that can't do for themselves or just gonna blow the money and then come asking me to borrow some more. Right. No, I'd rather look out for the friend that's that really I'm not even it's not even really looking out. It's more so an investment. Right. You know what I'm saying? I know right. you about to do right with your with your paper with that paper I let you borrow. Do uh, your thing. Right. You know? And and let me in on the deal. Right. <laughs> that's all I that's that's what I like doing. Like I don't like let, loaning people money. I then I gotta hound you for it. Like that's disrespectful to yeah. me. The moment the moment I gotta call and say, Hey yo, it's Friday, the day you said you was gonna pay me, what's up? I mean, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm either ready to fight you or ready to cut you off. It's either one or the other. Well please don't loan me no money because I'll be forgetting all kind of that's shit. Like <laughs> No, because it's not the same spirit. You, you understand? Sometimes people be really distraught. It all depends on the situation. Correct. I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes people say dates out of desperation. Sometimes people say dates because that's when it was intended to be. And sometimes people say dates because that's what. Right. No, that's very true. That's what my mentor told me. I had borrowed some money from my mentor. Yeah. He cut me up. He said, "Hey, Miles, <laughs> today's the date." <laughs> I mean, no, we, the, last week was the date, and I ain't hear from you. I said, Pops, blah, blah. He said, listen, I don't want to hear no excuses. Just communicate. Yes, that's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. Hey, look, I know I was supposed to pay you. That's it. I don't have it all, but I could I could give it to you in increments. That's simple. Communication. That was, that was don't, don't, don't borrow money from me, and then I see you next week in the mall. Oh, buying, no. You got to relax. First of all, let's do this. If I borrow money from somebody, and I ain't paid them back, uh-huh. I ain't get shit, and you damn sure ain't gonna see me at the mall. I seen somebody get their ass whipped because that. I have too. I see. I seen somebody go in the mall and was like, "Oh, you in here just balling out, and you owe me money. Let me get them cardies. Let me get what, what's in that bag. Hold I, I don't can't fit on. them, but all right, cool. Hold on, it's funny because I seen the TikTok, not TikTok, on Facebook when Facebook was really hot when it first came out. A guy was like went in the it was Foot Locker. Uh-huh. He said, "My man, with my money." He had two bags. I ain't got it. Uh, these these for my kids. He, 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 he how did your son six? He wear size eleven, nigga. I mean, he, he, he wear ham on it. He's like, he, he's, like, he's like, give me them glasses, man. Come on, man. I'm with my girl. He said you was with your girl when you can't pick up the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, give me them cards. Took his shoes. Took them up to the things to give him the receipt, bro. Mm. He said you have some serious problems. Yeah. And he was like, wow. 
Yeah. That's why you got to be careful, Even, especially when you loan money to family. Oh God! When you, when you loan money to family, just 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 really consider it gone. Consider it gone. Yeah, consider. It, it, don't even loan money to family. Just give it to them. Just start. Yeah, or or and if you if you really don't even want to give them the money, hey, give me some collateral. That's it. Give me some collateral. That's it. But well, here's the thing. You know what I hate because I just went through the situation. I could, fuck it, I can say it because they leave out tomorrow. A close <laughs> friend of mine, he don't, he don't, he ain't really big on the internet thing. Remember, he had me um, do a, a private jet for uh-huh. order. You know what I mean? Plan it out, and then do, I was going through some troubles, and so this is a good topic. Um, I was going through some troubles. Told him what I was going through. Now, the jet cost of forty one thousand uh-huh. to get to and fro. 16 uh, people that 16 passengers 14 to 16 people I'm telling you, all I went through was going through and I, it was a small amount of money that I needed if it was me I'd be like hey bro I got you but listen I'm gonna need it back by this time if yeah. you can't pay me back by this time don't take it right uh-huh. and then I when I book all the he when I found out about how much his, this weekend gonna cost him I just decided not to go. There you go. I said I'm not to be about to be. I'm not about to be a roadie <laughs> to a person who I call my friend. Yeah. And you heard what I was going through, and I wasn't. I wasn't even talking to him like I know he's gonna give it to me. Right. I wasn't even talking or thinking. That he, I was just telling him, bro, this shit tripped out. We need to have our own type of buildings out here. Woo do woo do do. And then when he hit when he hit this shit on me, and I just realized how much he's spending. Over the weekend, like 120. Yeah. Easy. I said, oh, no. See, I'm not about to go through this one. Nope. And I said, I'm not. So he said, man, you going right? I'm like, I got to step out on this one. Yeah. Yep. There's just certain things I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do it. And then somebody so they, somebody said, well, it's a friend. So they, um, Dice wanted to do a scenario on one of his shows. And they were like, well, it's a friend that asked for it. He don't own nothing. It wasn't about him owing me anything. But if anybody who I know who I consider a friend is in dis- is in despair, I might not say here's the whole thing, right? But here's something. Yeah, that's this. See, this is why this is a good topic. Yeah, yeah like uh, for everybody that's tapping in, thank you, welcome, and don't be afraid to call in three one three two six six two eight one one. Okay, the topic of discussion is struggling versus handouts. Ooh. Right. Oh, I just realized. Good segue. Yeah, that's yeah, perfect. It was perfect. Um, and sometimes hand, handouts are needed on both ends for you to give and for you to receive. Because uh-huh. sometimes we need humbling moments to bring us back to past or yesteryear to make us understand, like, damn, anything can happen at any time. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? And, more, and trust me, pride had me on a park bench in Cass Park. Uh-huh. So I know what that shit looks like and feels like and smells like. So um, all in all, handouts is good. Whether you go get sometimes, I ain't gonna lie. I jump in that um, that free food that when we passing out for free food on the trucks. Yeah. Because one thing I seen and because I, I worked about four or five of them, shit. Sometimes you give them half of that shit back. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you, and you just spent your money and like you get your money back. That's true. So I'm like, should I have my ass in that hand me out line? Some handouts is good. Some yeah. handouts are not. Like I, I've, I know you got to. What the problem is, a lot of people don't pay attention to how other people are about certain things, 
And uh, when you come across somebody that you know treats certain people kind of bold, you know not to take a handout from that person because you know what's coming next. Oh, if it wasn't for me doing this for you, you wouldn't have this, this, and that, and they'll put you out there like that. Yeah. yeah. But one thing I said, I told and anybody who I had um, collision with, disagreements with, I always told them, every dog would have their day. Yes, absolutely. For the good and the bad. Yeah. So if yours is all good right now and you ain't prepared for that bad, uh-huh. That shit gonna beat you down. I know a couple people didn't took their life because they had them bad days. Oh yeah. Um, my child's mother one time called me talking shit. Da, 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 and then they seen her call me right back. And said, "Damn, my mama got cancer." Right. And she just she she said, "You know what? I call you back." She realized what I just told her happened. Not even two days later. Uh huh. I was tell, she was like, well, you haven't called me, Donna. I said, I have really been busy. Right. I've been catching hell. And I ain't called you when I was catching hell because I ain't want you to know. Right. There's nothing you could do about it anyway. There's nothing you could do about it. And then she was like, I don't care. Da, 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 da. Excuses, excuses, excuses. Two days later, she called me back. Can you do this? Blah, blah, blah. I just found out my mama have cancer. Uh-huh. But guess what I said? Sure. <laughs> and, yep. she, and she was like, huh? she was like, I wasn't expecting you to say sure. I was expecting you to ask me all kinds of questions like I did you. I said, no, I'm not going to do that. that. Yeah. Because I understand how things go. And everybody don't understand how things go. They don't. Um, you know, I had a struggle, my, I had a struggle story that was crazy. And not, I'm glad I could talk about it now that I'm not doing it no more, but. When my uh when my kid's mother had me buried in child support when she was getting over on me, I was uh I was in a bold predicament. I was spending like fifteen hundred a month for just two kids. And I didn't even they don't even need all of that money, you feel me? So I'm like, dog, how do I get out of this situation? So I ended up getting another job. I left the plant to get get another job because I wasn't seeing the money that I was working hard for anyway. So I go at this other job. It's more lenient, whatever. So I'm like, cool. But I'm like, I need to make up for that money that I'm missing. So I started doing Uber and Lyft, making good money, like like really breaking the bank type money. And that was the only way I was able to keep me and my wife afloat. Like, I mean, she had her job, of course, but... I was able to help out and have play money and help out some more. So it was like we that's how we were staying on top. So meanwhile, <laughs> my ex, you know, and her ex running with this narrative like I'm just broke and she taking care of me and we let them run with it. Like, yeah, that's just, that's what happened. I'm a bum ass nigga. Yes. Yeah. Yup. She taking care of me. Yup. Meanwhile, I'm on the road getting it. Yeah. Getting it. So she trying to she's trying to like get more money out of me. And I'm like, no, nah, that's that's not about to happen. You already getting fifteen hundred, and you don't even deserve that. You just you played the game right. Fifteen hundred, what? Fifteen hundred for child support. A month. So yeah, I, I knocked it down since then. But and she how many kids? Just two, Ooh. bro. Just two. That's about right, though. It's about right. Uh, they had me down to six eighty. No, listen. No, this this is why it was bullshit, though. She knew good and well that if the kids was with me, I, they was going to be taken care of. She knew that I And I had my wife. So I'm like, you know the kids going to be good when they come over here. That's but extra that's the, money. That's the bullshit period. Yeah, yeah. that's extra money going to get spent. So if you getting 1500 and they coming over here with me and I'm barely seeing my check, what you think about to happen? She don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She didn't care. Anytime anybody, anytime anybody put in the government 
Now, if you are just a ho-ass ho dude, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the government need to be on that ass. Right, as far absolutely. As, uh, I mean, as far as being um, child support. Right. But I told a partner of mine one time, she she called the police on me to evacuate me out, 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 of, out of our own business. You know what I mean? And we we in Oakland County, and you called the police on me. You wanted something to happen to yep. me. That's exactly what she, what she wanted. Yeah, you know what I mean? But she felt stupid because they was like, one guy's like, all right, man, you got to go. I said, man, I got my name is on the lease. Yeah. He's like, what? And then next thing you know, <laughs> I looked at her because she was waiting for them. She was all hands folded. Uh-huh. Then the young girl, hey, man, is your name Doc? I said, you know, do they call you Doc? I said, yeah, Doc. He grazed him, man, man, I've been looking for you. Dang. He, he's like, man, thank you, man. You really helped me out when I was like about eleven years old. You paid for me to go for baseball. You said I only could pay for it. I only was able to pay for him for three months. Right? Oh, got you. That's dope. Because baseball costs a lot of money. And uh, he said, man, that's how I went to college, bro. That's nice. And I was like, because he heard my voice. He said, your voice so distinct. And I'm looking at you because you're way bigger. I'm like, damn. Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I gained a whole lot of weight, bro. He's like, man, bro, I was looking for you. I told my big bro, I said, man, if you ever meet, if you ever see Doc again, man, please. I want to treat him out. And then she she got mad. She's like, damn. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's like, does everybody know this Negro? And she went back in, and then she had a hissy fit. I ain't care, but yep. Anyway, um, I just want to, I just want to hit on the thing about suffering. I mean, about struggling. Mm-hmm. Nobody have to struggle. Nobody. When we be struggling, we be living beyond our means. Yeah. Flat out. I don't care how nobody wants to put it. Cause I know I went a whole three months. Right. I ate rice, beans, bread. Butter, crackers, you know what I mean? Right. Nobody was helping me out. And they were like, that's how you living? And then once I got, once I got, I just told this Negro, I said, call me at the 11. I took a picture with us and said, I'm on air. Right. He called me. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Avril Smodio. <laughs> but no, um, so I, I think if people are struggling, not to understand that's because they're living beyond any means. I be true. You all, most cases, I tell anybody, always live how you can live all the time. If you can't live that way all the time, yeah. you're living beyond your means. If your ass can't afford to go to Red Lobster every week, stop going twice a month. Yeah. If your ass only go to Jay Alexander's once, twice a week, excuse me, don't go. If you can't do that shit, all the time, don't do it. It's beyond your means. If yeah. you got a car note and it's more than your house note, you living beyond your means. Yeah. If you renting and your car note is more than what you renting, you living beyond your means. Yeah, that's true. So, if you, yeah, that's crazy. And so. that, and and that's another thing too, like. A lot of people don't understand that you can make it out of your struggle. You you just gotta want to do it. There's gotta be a there's a way for you to go about doing it. You just gotta figure it out. Like I, when I before I ended up doing what I was doing to get out of my struggle, it was hard. It was yeah. rough. And my wife, thank God for her, she was looking out 
because I was barely seeing my checks. I'm I'm working OT at the plant. I'm not seeing my check. Like I'm not seeing no, damn near nothing. I'm like I can't live off of this. Like this some bullshit. So she was looking out for the kids. She was looking out for me until I was able to supplement that income somehow. Because, right. but you had to if it, it you had to, had to when you figure out what's gonna work for you mm. while you're struggling. You're going to be fine. You just got to want to get up and do it. Some dudes are very complacent. They cool with a woman taking care of them. I'm not one of those dudes. Well, you know? I'm not going to lie. When I was younger, like um, for a woman to take care of me, it's just like I was I was really a hurt, confused individual. You were young? How old were you, though? Because I was in my 20s when I thought Nin- that was okay. Ninth, yeah. Okay, so yeah. there you go. See, you was young. You didn't know no better. Yeah. I didn't know no better. But once I knew better, I did better. Right, you know what I'm saying. So when you hit a certain age, that shit ain't cool. And I hate to put an age on it, but it, it does need to be an age limit on certain things. Yes, and you have to. You have to. At some point, you have to man up and stand on whatever it is that you didn't did. Like yeah. I had to own up to what I did wrong. Did nobody put a gun in my head and tell me to to mess around with this this woman I had kids with? Yeah. And now I'm going through what I'm going through. That was on me. The, yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, ex- but but also here's the thing. I think and and black men pay more, pay their child support more than any ethnic group in this whole country. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but we have to really. Yes, hell yeah. Yeah, they do. Respect white folks, please. White. <laughs> No, I mean, so what happens? So what happens is. If they get any type of assistance, it's not just that the uh, women would go put child support on the state will put the state will put them on child support because um, if, if the state got to come out of any of their money to help your child, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah, that's why they first thing they say, "Do you know who the child father is?" Yep. And then once, and then a real man is not going to den- deny his children. Like when my, they came for me, I said, "Yeah, she mine." Said, Hell yeah, I took, you know DNA. That's my child. Well, you need to. I said, "Listen, we had a hearing. My the connection I'm having on speakerphone, and I'm typing, I'm doing work. I'm noticing I don't hear nothing no more. I call back. Uh, we already adjourned. Yeah." She ain't already adjourned. I yeah. wouldn't even know them. The court, man, listen, the friend of the court is nobody's friend. They should call that shit en- enemy of the court. Yeah. Because it's not, especially enemy, not no. Enemy of the people. Yeah, it, yeah, especially black people, black men. Mm-hmm. Because they don't care, bro. Man, uh, they, man listen, I had, listen, my, my ex is mixed. So let's just say that's one white woman right there. Then you got the the uh, the referee, another white woman. The uh, the family counselor, another white woman. The judge, white woman. Her lawyer, another white woman against my black ass. Yeah. So that you was, was a, like a fly in a bowl of rice. Yes. Okay. Yes, bro. <laughs> so it's been times where this woman has done things to inconvenience me. I tried to go through the court to handle it the right way. They're like, oh, no big deal. She get a little slap on her wrist. Me, they threaten to take away my license or send me to jail or something. Take away my parenting time. Stuff like that was happening. Well, I, I've learned a couple of tricks of uh, what's going on. The first thing a man should uh, should do is ask for more time. Yeah, yeah, that's one. So anyway, B B Dub has says Michigan laws of child support needs to be reformed. Yes, yes they do. Yes, Shout they out do. to Misha, Richard, Girl Boy, Brandon, uh, Bag Boy, Bringle, Pringle, Pringle. 
Oh, Miss Carmen. He got the sip. Manuel no Bland, Danielle Jack, what's going on? Keisha Love, what's up, cuz? Shout out to Calvin. Uh, in the mix. Gigi Roslin, what's going on, y'all? Gigi. Ebony K, yep. Oh, Jesus. Mark Leonard, what's going on? Oh, Mark, I don't see none of them people. Yeah. Maybe, they all tapped in. Maybe they on the maybe on the black side. They on your side or something. They they on my side right now. Yeah, they ain't on my shit. Look at this. You might have exited out of your if you exit out, you're not gonna see the top no more. Oh, that's all. Okay. Yeah. All right, because you say top of the top of Facebook too. Damn, B. <laughs> um, listen, man. We, we let's go to our first video today. Y'all checking out the Rising Ground Morning Show right here on podcasting with me, B. Todd. Talk to Todd, the only Todd. He he knocking him out the tie box. You know what I mean? Whatever tie box. Welcome to the tie box. Anyway, uh, that's welcome to the tie box where you pull out some fresh ass shoes. Anyway, all right then. We'll be right back. Tyler, like, no. I believe that black people are capable. I don't believe that black people are utterly dependent on the government or people of goodwill. I believe that black people are absolutely capable. I was raised by a single black mother who was absolutely capable, who did everything that she could do to see to it that I had advantages that she didn't have. So I don't worry about the talking heads who would immediately dismiss that idea as much as I worry about people who would hear and people who would respond and people who could be helped actually by addressing these issues that need to be addressed and can be addressed individually and within families. So, I, I believe that 100%. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because I know a parent, she had like five kids. Um, again, that's why we learned about rice and rice, butter, sugar, beans. She and bread. Like she whipped that boy up in stew. Stew goes a long way. Soup goes a long way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, first I got like oxtail soup with rice. That lasts you about a good three days, and people don't mind having it for a good three days. Either, yeah. So. But th this how you know our good things come to an end, though, man. Like when I was uh, when I was on my run, mm -hmm. uh, hustling or whatever with the with, with driving, I started getting like people. I started getting some real ignorant people in my car, bro. Mm -hmm. Like to where I had to check them. And either kick them out my car, report them, but then they'll do start certain things to where they'll report me. So I'm like, they'll beat me to the punch of reporting. Yeah. And after so many reports, they'll Uber or Lyft will kick you off. Yes. You know what I'm saying? They'll be like, you can't drive no more, whatever. And they and, know that, too. Yeah, they, and that's what it was. It was like somebody got in my car one day was like, oh, I don't want to hear this. This is my car. This ain't Uber and Lyft car. What you mean you don't want to hear this? Put your headphones on. Well, you know what I'm saying. So if you read the instructions, <laughs> right? No, you. No, I know. I read the instructions. I, I know I'm supposed to be more. It was the way she came at me. <laughs> oh, though. Don't don't get in my car saying I, I, I don't want to hear this. Say hey, excuse me. Can you change what you're listening to? Mm -hmm. That's how you handle that. Don't get in my car on your master splinter shit. You gonna get clowned. <laughs> so cut that, that off, please. So a lot of that stuff started happening after a while, and I was like, okay, this is becoming too much. And then my car started messing up. So I was like, all right. So after a while, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going back and forth in and out the shop. But then I'm dealing with these passengers in the meantime still. And after a while, I got some emails like, hey, um, yeah, I think we, we're done here, basically. And I'm like, damn, that's that's how y'all going to do me. I've been working for y'all for a minute, you know, right. and they didn't care. It's like it was almost one of those situations where the customer was always right. So I said, all right, bet. That's crazy. I'm just going to have to really, like, get on the ground now and, like, 
work through this struggle because now I'm missing money. Right. So I'm like, all right, forget it. I'll take the, this full-time position, whatever, and I'm going to do what I got to do. I'm going to work extra hours. I'll work seven days a week if I have to and go from there. So, but you were able to walk through, um, work through it, so that's dope. In this and that's what, I'm, that's what I was saying about... You know, anybody could have said, forget it, hey, you know, hey, if you need help here, let me loan, loan you some money. No, I don't want, that's where the handout stuff come in. I don't want that because I don't want to have to keep paying people back for anything. I'd rather work it off. Right. Even if I got to, you know, work, kill myself damn near, I'm going to get that money my, on my own and I don't want to have to pay nobody back nothing. Do you ever feel like struggling is praise? Yeah, some, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, it depends on what you str- see. Here's the problem. Regular working man struggle is not praise. That drug dealing, I got to sell, you know, I got to do this. I got to shoot a couple of people. That's praised. But not the working man struggle. I'm sorry. It's a big difference. A working man struggle sound like some bull to most people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, when you it's it's a difference when you hustling and when you working. Yes, very true. Um, Some people want to use that struggling thing as a story. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it's their story, and, and that shit don't work good or hardly ever. You know what I mean? It's just like, it, it gets tiresome. Like, it's like Tyler Perry's, you know, I, I, I was homeless and I lived in my car. Well, motherfucker, you ain't homeless. Yeah. Um, And, and the narrative. So when I was going through this um, public relations course, when I, I mean, this was years ago. It had to be like 15, 16 years ago. Um. It was basically teaching you how to lie and fluff people's stories up. Mm. You know what I mean? I did. I met one of the guys who actually helped tell Tyler Perry, and then the way he tried to discredit Tyler Perry, and then he became uh, not credible himself. You know what I mean? His name was Melvin something. Um, put him on the cover of my magazine. He did. He paid me half the money. Didn't pay the other half. Um, he said, "Well, Tyler was never homeless because I always had him in a hotel." Uh, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. He said. However, it just sounds better, right? You know what I mean? When the person's struggling, Carly, you on the air? You were listening to the Rising Ground Morning Show? The way that phone sounds, it sounds like girl boy. Top of the top. Uh-huh. What's going what's up, on? Mr. What's up, Mr. Miles? What up, though? Oh, what's up, Robert? No, this Calvin. What's up, my guy? What's going on, B? Not oh, much, bro. How you Calvin? feeling? Man, I'm sitting up here. I'm, I'm just getting off work, man. I'm sitting up here dying laughing, man, because I know when they hopped in that Uber, I know you went crazy. I ain't really go crazy, <laughs> bro, but you know how you got to, like, kind of turn up a little bit. And then the, 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 the situation was... I'm sitting up front, and they sitting behind me, so it was uncomfortable. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So you don't know what somebody gonna try to do. You don't know if they're gonna yeah. try to pull out a gun, a knife. It, it could be a it could be a dangerous job. You know, I know you done heard stories yeah. about Uber drivers getting killed or somebody kidnapping somebody that just drove somebody somewhere. You, that stuff was real, you know. And I yeah, was it's too, I was in the thick of it. So yeah, go ahead. What you about to say? It's too see. That, it's too much of a that, that's too much of an error for me, bro. Like I called, him, I called to say something else, but that was that's more of a that's too much of a uh, of a, a, a personal for me. How I came up, you know what I'm saying? Like just it's too much room for error. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you know, but I know you though, bro. You know I know you, so I know when you when they got in that car talk crazy. I already know how you went. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there laughing to myself about it, but no, I called about the um, you know what I'm saying? The, the struggle topic, man. I'm um. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just getting over some things in my life, and you know what I'm saying. So it's like I could I could relate to all of them. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, 
it's a way that you got to get out of it. You got to change them patterns, though. You yes. know what I'm saying? It's the yes. patterns, dog. Because I found myself not doing something right. You know what I'm saying? So it's the, it was the, it's a, it was a pattern I was falling into. You know what I'm saying? Along with the, you know, the, 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 the mental health aspect of everything. You know what yes. I'm saying? So, you know, that, wow. that play a big part in it too. You know what I'm saying? So, and then that's, and then that, uh, that topic as far as, um, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but that topic as far as, um, the, the court system and stuff, you know what I'm saying? We gotta, we gotta put some action behind that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like see what we can do far as yes what's the first step far as reforming you know what i'm saying what we need the signatures whatever to reform the you know the the, the processes and everything you know but, the laws but we gotta really look at it that shit ain't gonna get reformed because that's how the state makes money they wanted to do they want oh, to yeah, do yeah yeah, yeah. The only, yeah they want to step on us the only way it's gonna get reformed if we if we reform our decisions on how we uh, on who we sleep with Cruising for who, sure who we yeah. be with and and uh, and, the, and to use Blatant. I mean, use direct discipline when it comes with our bodily functions. Yeah. That's one thing for sure. Cal, you know how oh, I'm yeah. gonna get, you know how I'm gonna get off child support? What's that? Is if I go backwards and you, we both know I'm not doing no shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I'm gonna get off child support, and I'm never going back, bro. I'm only hey, moving but, forward. Hey, but you, you, hey, man, you you going up, my bro? It ain't it ain't, it ain't gonna be long, bro. That's what's up. Thank you, my guy. I appreciate you. I'm, Ain't gonna be long. You know I'm behind you. Yes, this is up, Calvin. We really appreciate your support, brother. Oh yeah, man. It's it's nothing, man. You know this is what we supposed to do, man. As as, as black men, bro, we supposed to be uplifting each other, man. You yes, know what I'm saying? Definitely. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, Make your so, way up here, man. You just go off work, man. man. Come on up here, bro. Man, I might I might pop in on y'all, man. For sure. Uh, all right, then I must met Calvin before. That's no, no, you about you gonna meet him pretty okay. soon, though. Is he uh, he big like the other Calvin we know? No, no, no. Okay. He, he taller. I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you off line, B. For sure. All right, All right my guy. Yep. Peace. Okay. Yep. Um. Yeah. Shout out to Queen of Three Kings. That was a uh, Queen of Three Kings. This was a uh, uh, shout out to K K Calhoun Bay. K K Calhoun Bay. That sounds like a, a a place you want to go to on a resort. You want yeah. to K Calhoun Bay? That may that sound that sound like a good place to go <laughs> if it was real. <laughs> or, or, or a lot. I mean, I'm going to K Calhoun's, man. You going? Right. Yeah, that sounds like a good name. Somebody going. Somebody going. Brandon name. That's a good Brandon name. Yeah. Brandon. Your name Brandon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was silly as hell. Um, I got a question for you though. What's up? Uh, when you was struggling, was what were what was going through your mind? What was the top? Three things was going through your mind because when you're struggling, a hundred things go through your mind. Um, the first thing that really came to mind was that uh, I felt for a quite for for a hot second that I couldn't be with my wife because I said, mm-hmm. "Now that I'm struggling, I'm bringing her down." Mm-hmm. And she didn't ask for none of this. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I was thinking, like, you know what? Maybe it's best for me to not, you know, be with her because. It's one of those situations where it's the right girl, wrong timing. Mm-hmm. And I, and before she came back into my life uh, in that capacity, I already had it in my head that I was trying to, like, not mess with nobody. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a rule. I'm really keeping my peace in my pants, and I ain't messing with nobody. So, go. but she changed that. So, <laughs> and so at one point, though, once we got to that level, I really felt like, man, I'm going to have to just leave my wife behind. I remember I remember talking on the phone to one of my cousins, and I'm, and I'm crying like, dog. I got, I'm going to have to leave her because she's about to, 
my ex is digging in my pockets, eventually that's gonna turn into her digging in her pocket. It will. Yeah. yeah so I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. So I don't want to bring her down. So I think I might have to go ahead and leave. So that was the first thing that came to mind. The second thing that came to mind was, uh, shit, me taking myself out because yeah. it wasn't just about. You know what? What I was going, what I was bringing my wife down with, it was, it was also the struggle with my kids. Well, see, you, you, your thoughts, yeah. I wasn't never thinking about taking myself out. I think about getting rid of them. Well, I, yeah. I th- well, that was that was that was on my mind too. So I thought it went from me talking about, damn man, maybe I need to just. It was. It came from. It went from me tra- talking about killing myself to saying, you know what, let me disappear. Then I went to let me make them disappear. <laughs> right. No, yeah. No, that was my first. Thought. Yeah. So that that's when I had like started changing my thought process. Yeah. Like if I take myself out, I'm not gonna be no good. Yeah, you know, what I mean, well, my kids ain't kids gonna be good. good right? You know what I'm saying? So I had to. It was a lot that I was going through at the time, and it was a lot for my wife to actually juggle with me and my emotions. Well, this is crazy. I'm gonna tell you why this is crazy. Even the topic in the conversation we just had like three seconds ago. I was watching a TV show. Nothing, nothing in my life. I've seen pieces and bits of it only because uh, uh, old classmate of mine, David Ramsey, is in the TV show called Arrow. Yeah, I remember that. So Arrow, right? So Arrow in the very beginning is about a billionaire. Billionaire went on a, um, a boat trip, capsized, whatever, whatever, and he's supposed to be dead. He came. He returned five years later. He came back, a lot of things had changed. Yeah, I remember. And I had no, but it was a reason why I needed to see that last night. You feel me? Because it was letting me know I forgot who I was. I've been been forgetting who I was and what I've been and what I meant to people and what I have done. And what you just said about not being in particular people's lives. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And to have the ability to make comebacks look easy, it ain't nothing like standing uh, 10 toes down and saying, fuck y'all. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm here. You have to deal with it. I told my daughter, I told my daughter, mother, I said, if you think anybody could tell me what to do, especially a white man, you don't do throw me in jail. You'll never get the money. Oh my god, that's what I was trying to tell. <laughs> that's what I was trying to tell the judge before when she was trying to put me away, man. But she was telling, but you telling the wrong person because she can't put you in jail. Yeah, she no, she put she put me in jail. But I was trying to explain to her. This is when we was going back and forth about the four hundred one. I tried to tell the judge like, if you put me in jail for this money, how are you going to get the money? And you going to put me behind in child support. So while I'm sitting in jail, I'm not making no money. So how is this about to play out? Mm. Then I realized while I'm sitting there, oh, this is all a part of the plan. Yeah, all that. Yeah, that's it. That's all a part of the plan. And so when you when you just said that, it reminds me of the struggle that he had between realizing who he don't want to be around because he's going to hurt them. Right. Not purposefully, but just because they're affiliated with him. He told his ex, stay away from me. I'm not good right now. You feel me? Yeah. And then David Ramsey come in and made it all good because he's like, I need another chance in this and I want to do it right for the people. Right. So it was just dope. And I started thinking, I'm hearing you talk. We talk about handouts and all this stuff was in Arrow. Like the first season is yeah. like, I'm sitting up here listening to you and I was remember me watching it because I watched like nine episodes last night. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there like, 
this is me, and it's the reason why I'm supposed to be watching this. Not because, not not by far by billionaire, but <laughs> just the struggles. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if a person struggle like that as a billionaire, right. You know what I mean? Can you imagine a thousand there? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, he's sitting there like, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um. Conversation right there. What, what, what you mean, conversation right there? My brother was just talking about struggling versus handouts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Is that it? me. Appreciate Cal, it. Cal, if you fall out of that chair, when I tell you, your ass bone going to hurt. Because <laughs> mine's damn sure did. But. I was about to say, Calvin had just said y'all constantly empower the uh, they, but fuck over, fuck over we get it together. I was about to ask him to call in, but he decided to come in. Right. So, what do you mean by that, Cal? Uh, the culture constantly <laughs> empowers they. We 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 give they so much more credit, right? While we are. Failing we. Okay. They they comes up. It's they. It's like them and they. Yeah yeah yeah. It's like damn they got a hold on you. That's mm-hmm. what it is. And and so you struggle, right? Mm-hmm. And and you see the struggle because everybody is focused on they and not on we. And so when when brothers are struggling, it's because we. Are not there because mm-hmm. we given they them problems. It mean praise all of that, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's the same thing economically. It's the same thing with relationships. Spiritually, too. it's the same thing spiritually. You know they don't want you to have. Yeah, well, yep. You know it's they out there. They want right, and we go through. We go through they. In the meantime, we get all that power mm-hmm. to they. And we are left with complacency. Mm. We are left with doubt. Mm. We are left with uh, I can't. And I always tell my mentees, can is a coward that never tries. Miss mm-hmm. Hall, my boy Mac Hall's mama used to tell us that when we was kids. Can mm. is a coward that never tries. The brother said he was down. He was struggling. He was on the phone. He was crying. A lot of people didn't know. Right, what you what you triggered? A lot of people didn't know when I was going through my divorce that I was sleeping in the barbershop. One of my guys, one of my fathers, came through. Uh, Big Chris, right? He came through. He said, "Man, you ain't got to sleep in the barbershop." I had made the decision when I walked out the door that I was not going to take anything out the house to displace my children. Right? In fact, she still don't know. That there was money in rotation so that house wouldn't go under mm. during the process. And for me, um, when I left, it was a friend of mine who took me to his apartment in Southfield. Now, mind you, I don't have no car. I didn't take a shirt. Nothing. When I was asked to leave, you left. I left. So when she took me, I was... On the floor, she had gave me this blanket. And until recently, that blanket stayed with me. Because it was a, it was a sign for me as I looked out the window and told God, all right, you done whooped me enough. You got me. 
Uh-huh. I'm so, all yours. So there you go. I'm not taking another whooping. And if I can pinpoint my life from that time to today, the one thing my ex-wife said to me through the trials and tribulations, she said, I've never seen nobody <laughs> bounce back like you. Nobody. Mm-hmm. I didn't, that, that, the, the bounce back be real. Yes. The bounce back yes. be real because you have, the. this is the thing about experience that we disqualify. Too many times we want to take the shortcut. Yes. Right? I want it right now. Give it to me. Now. Let me yep. have it. Now. TDJ T. said, if I gave you my life right now, you it would be over. Yep. Yeah. You wouldn't know how to handle it. Yep. I tell, I tell people like that, I'm not even the TDJ. You yeah. know what I mean? I'll be honest with you. I, t- I had a friend who said, man, you you that busy. You really that busy. I said, well, bro, come ride with me. I'll pick you up. I'll be there at 630. Yep, and I'm going to show you how busy I am. By the time at 2 o'clock, came, the dog, I'm hungry as hell. And so, I'm hold, tired. I said, hold on. We got to go by two more spots. He said, man, dog, if you do this shit every day, dog, I, I swear. I said, every day? Every damn day? Yeah. <laughs> he, he looked at me like... Man, dog, I swear. I said, dog, this ain't nothing. Yeah, to at me. All. And it's all, and, 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 and again, <laughs> near about touch. Yeah. It's all what about your we ambition. We're trying to put our hands on, right? right? We not we have not touched that. And and they is not the obstacle. No, we are. We are. Yep. It is, it is systematically, it is not they that is the obstacle. You know, the thing that, the reason why I put on this event tonight for the fathers, right? Is it come through, fathers come through? Because the men that come through, we moving from that point on. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just that I got it to this point. Now we got a ticket to a whole nother level. And in and, and the, and the process, again, for us when we struggle is... Do you have a plan to get back up? Now, I don't call men weak when they don't. But the number two way for a man to commit suicide, divorced dads commit suicide at a very high rate. Yes. Yes. Right? We look at things in a way because we've been over-nurtured. And because you've been over-nurtured, your sensitivity and your sense of sacrificing, getting up, all you can hear is that woman's voice. Ooh. Uh-huh. And because of that, you condemn yourself, beat yourself up, tell yourself you're not going to be what you can't do. You go through that whole process, right? And like some of us, I lost my mom. See, me and Miles, we lost our mothers early. Right. Yeah. Right? I lost my mom early. So when when I lost my dad at 24 and I lost my mom at 30, yeah. right? My little brother got a gang of what my mother had to offer because right. she he the last one. Right, and right. So she had come to a place that she could just pour this information. Directly, yeah. Directly uh-huh. into. Yeah. For us, right, once I walked out the door, it was different. Yeah. So when I became a father at a young age, I had realized the demographic that was surrounding fatherhood was so damn negative. Ooh. That I didn't want to really, I was petrified when, and I was thinking, I said, but you know what? 
my son, he gonna do this. I spoke life. Yeah. Right. Right? And I'm telling you that too many times the obstacle that we put is the excuse of they. Mm-hmm. It's the excuse of they. When you can see Robert Smith, mm-hmm. I'm looking at Robert Smith from me to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to him. He on stage. And I'm talking to him. Robert Smith is a brother. He put his pants on one leg at a time like the rest of them. Mm. He's brilliant. So he's a billionaire. Mm. He used his brilliance to become a billionaire. Mm -hmm. We think that money (laughs) is more valuable than your brilliance. brilliance. And it's not. And it's not. Your brilliance allow you to just create build right once you hey i struggled boom like people don't even know the story so people don't know miles story right Mm -hmm. me and miles share the story people don't know my story people think i'm encouraged me i'm young just been around here yeah just just floating on cloud nine yeah yeah yeah. yeah. like (laughs) like we just arrived yeah yeah, you know people say to me all the time kel i remember when you first started no you don't you had to go back to 92 And they be like, yeah. damn. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, you well, go maybe, back I know, maybe I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to go back to 92. They see the progress and, and what got built. They don't yeah. see the actual struggle. And, and, they, and, and a lot of times, understand this about that they, we thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of times they see you and they take that $35 for that hoodie. Mm-hmm. And they take it over there and go get that Nike hoodie. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. And then they walk in your face like, yeah, yo, you know, you not really or that forty five dollar hoodie, mm-hmm. or that seventy dollar or, or that seventy dollar hoodie. They see it and they go elsewhere. I there are things that people like, and that's what made me change as well. Mm-hmm. You don't like Emmy, but you like Nike. No problem. Same four letters. Mine just mean a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't mad at you. You put mine on versus you put yours on. You put theirs on, and this is no competition. I'm saying this in regards to you put mine on, it says, encourage me, I'm young. Right. You put Nike on, what it stand for? Somebody else. Feel yep. night, the you night family. We bring value through meaningful things. Uh-huh. But when we say they, we strip ourselves of the ability to manifest within we. So I I, I truly uh, appreciate you sharing that because a lot of men don't understand that. Um, you know, uh, I've helped men for years. I'm talking about years. I'm, hey, Miles. Yeah. This one on this one on live. Y'all can put this in the bank. Lou Beatty? Uh-huh. Christine Beatty's husband? Was with Cal. Was in the back seat. Yeah, I helped Lou Beatty to his feet. That's dope. That's what's up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But people don't know all the men that come that we did that work for free. Yeah. Right? That we looked out. Right. The problem was, ask Lou Beatty, did he look out for me? Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And the answer is going to be no. No. Yeah. I mean, majority of times, the majority of times, well, my mentor told me years ago, when you do something for somebody, if they do do the same thing for you, right? Consider yourself lucky. Consider yeah. yourself, and it's true. Yeah, consider I'm not mad. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what people. 
Seasons, me and my boy Tom always talk about seasons and reasons. Yep. Ooh. <laughs> I love that conversation. Yep. Seasons and reasons, right? Reasons. There's a, there's a reason why I tell my man, right? Because when I was down, he go another part of the story, and then I'm going to let it go. A lot of people don't know this. So during this whole time, I was still doing this work. Uh-huh. I'm, I am no vehicle. None of that. Car gone. She called for the car. I was going to school. I gave the car. Mm. Right? Talk talk real talk. I ain't mad. Here you go. Right. I'm not here for the beef. I gotta take care of my children. So how somehow, some way I gotta get myself all the way together. I needed that window that minute, that second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I get a phone call. We in the apartments. I get a phone call. It's my man Tom. Him and his wife is on the east side. He said, Cal, is this some apartments over there? I asked my man. He said, yeah, they got some available. He like, bet, I'm going to come look. They moved in in a two-bedroom apartment in the same area we was in. And every day we went to that barbershop together. That's My so. man, but he did It wasn't because... Of me that he moved or he was moving to look for a place. He just wanted to come off the east side. Right. Mm. And the place just so happened to be available. It was nice and they was growing. So they moved in. Mm. D in town, him and his wife looked out for me. I'm talking if it was a birthday, D was at the back of that apartment like, come boy, come over and get something to eat. Right? I was down. When I met the Rose, mm-hmm. when she called, and I got the call, hadn't seen her in four years, my license was in hock. Mm. My license was gone. <laughs> right. Driver responsibility had gang raped me. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I'm down. D and Tone trusted me enough to give me their car to go meet. Heather to have dinner. Wow. <laughs> That's dope. Wow, that's, that's dope. Man. That's what's up. Yeah. Well, thank God for true friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank yeah. God for understanding who you are. And thank God for people who, who have a vision on where they want to be. Most people don't even know where they want to be. Yeah. Most people want to settle for where they're at. Yep. And that's what causes a lot, a lot of toxicity, a lot of dumpster juice in your coffee. It, it, that's, that's what comes with the bullshit when people don't know where they want to go and where they want to be. You at. have to go when you struggle. Right. When you struggle and this is, you know, like I said, it helped a lot of men. Right. When you struggle as a man, this is man talk. Right. Women got a lot of resources. A lot. A lot. Yes. When you struggle as a man, it's double heavy. Yes. So you got to be able to when you come out of struggle, your struggle can't be. I'm going to come out of this struggle and still rob, still do the things that I was doing. God put you in that struggle for you to come out better. Yes. You got to get stronger. You learn a lot about yourself in the struggle. You better write what's on your mind, what you see, what what you you visioning, what you've done. Because you got to come out of that. When you come out of a struggle, mm-hmm. when you get up, you got to come out that, and you got to be righteous with yourself 
There right. was so much. Don't give me the shouting in here. Uh, it was so, so much. It's over Hyundai. So many brothers, men, that we looked out for each other. My man Raheem called me. I ended up with a crib, bought, sold the crib, got a car, and pulled up on my kids. And my son say, Dad, how you do that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm, I'm I'm about to pull up. He like, I'm pulling up. He said, man, where you where you get that from, Dad? So then when I pulled up the RV, I pulled up the RV to go get him. Come on outside. He saw the RV. was like, I said. This before it was wrapped. This was when it was wrapped. Okay. I said, this is on my birthday, too. I said, this is how you do it, son. Yeah. What is that for? That's dope. Pay attention. Yeah. Over this way. I got you. Right. That's so, dope. Yeah, it's 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 um struggles can be blessings. They are. They are. But struggles are in blessings in disguise. Because I'm not gonna lie, I used to me and a, a old friend of mine named Rob came up with something called kicking the curve. We walked. I said we stayed on Beaconsfield. We walked from out of drive in Beaconsfield all the way down. I mean, from Warren all the way down on the other side. Always kicking the curve. Uh-huh. We came over like five bucks, six dollars. That was enough to buy some noodles and two cans of beans. And I was like, I would never do this shit again. Uh-huh. Never. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Knowing, and because we we wanted to be artists, recording artists, we wanted to be the producer. This is after Freaky. This is like literally one year or two years after Freaky. It was crazy, and. And including the same part when I was in Cass Park, I didn't want nobody to see me like that. And the very people who I who I thought would understand, I went to, and only one one group of people understood. Anyhow, struggling by kicking the curb. Kicking the curb is basically you just take your foot and brush it across the curb because most people lose their change and money getting on the bus, uh-huh. getting into something, out of something. So. Um, and they all went back to an article that I read with in it's a Wall Street Journal, and it was saying about uh, guy he's bums used to always just go by the curve. You know what I mean? They find cigarettes, change, dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Watches, wallets, and so uh, we was kicking the curve, and money was popping all out of the dirt. And I was like, wow. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. I mean, you like I said, man, you learn a lot about yourself when you struggle. Ooh. You know, I when I was sitting in jail, I had a lot to think about, and once I when I came out, I was better mm-hmm. because I that was my start of me taking accountability right. from my situation. So once that happened, it was it was just kind of like, all right, now I know what I need to do when I get up out of here. I got to move different and I got to do better, and that's exactly yeah. what I did. I focused on the goal. You know, so a lot of the a lot of these people that's making excuses, there's no excuses. You, it, it's, you can't blame them. And, yeah, and I'm gonna share yeah, this with you I real quick, Todd, and 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 and, and Miles and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Because of the experience I have with working with young men, boys, men, husbands, and fathers, right? Mm-hmm. The one thing that I recognize that is consistent: fronting, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, fake it till you make it. Yep. Um, Bullshit till you bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> bullshit till you bullshit. Right? <laughs> right, but all of those are shortcut methods. Yeah, that don't last at all. At all. 
Right. The reason why Emmy Apparel's tagline is dedicated legacy, because all the gear we have is still go coexist with everything we do. The restoration of family. So good fathers only. Uh-huh. Right. We got the mom on the website. Moments of magic. Mm. Right. We got the, we, right. And so when you when you understand that how you cultivate a vision, people will say, oh, man, Carol, you you everywhere. I said, but go look. Right. Don't evaluate right. it from one area. We have so much of that fronting, right, mm-hmm. that we don't know who we are. There you go. That's, That's why go. they is eating off of oh, the front. There you go. Most definitely. Carly, you on the air top of the top. Hey, guys, question. What's up? Why do we um choose to struggle when we have people that have went before us to you know to kind of pave the way um what it did. you see a lot of good you see a lot of um people struggling that don't necessarily have to struggle i think some people struggle because they choose to uh and they choose to wait for handouts versus you know, and, and I'm not one of those people that say, you know, you should get stuff out of the mud, you know, because I don't think we should reinvent the wheel um, for the most part. Um, but I think that there are lessons to be learned from people that are in our circle or people that have, you know, trailblazed, you know, the way for us. Well, I, I'm going to speak from my, from, my, from my example. There has never been nobody who trailblazed anything that I knew or recognized that was tangible to me. Um, everything that I've seen people do, I was born in, in, in a very dangerous environment for the most part. Uh, we just call ourselves the Safe Triangle, which is on Puritan and Wyoming, from Puritan to Midland. And um, the service drive down to Birdwood. That was our safe triangle. So we were just full of nerds and people who wanted to do things. But we had other greater forces outside of those streets that was bringing us. I was just fortunate enough to love what I did. I love to draw. I love to write. And so I never had to do what most of my friends had to do. I didn't hold a gun until my father put a gun in my hand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To learn how to shoot. When most of my friends' brothers put guns in their hands so mm-hmm. they p- protect themselves. So it's a lot of things I wasn't even, I was a total nerd and, and oblivious to crack cocaine and all that stuff until it's the, my friends started doing it because they bigger brothers are doing it. I ain't have no big brother like that. Right. So, Miss Carmen, I, I do understand what you're saying, but we don't struggle because we want to. Now, when, when I was speaking of struggle earlier, I was saying most people struggle because we live beyond our means. I'm talking about older people. I'm talking about people who's my age, who's talking about they well, like to. They're struggling because they want to. Yeah, there's things that they can do to cut the, you know, cost where they can be comfortable. I was agreeing with you. I was totally in agreement with you for people my age and our age that's struggling at this point in time because they could, there's certain things they could do definitely instead of going out every two to three days, go out once a month. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just well, like, and that's yeah. that's that's you got to understand also. What is your foundation? Right, right, and 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 many many of the people's foundations are shook with struggle. Yeah, right, and so you learn learn behavior becomes your model. Mm-hmm. Right, and so once you understand, like for us, it was gambling parties. Right, I grew up before then. We had my mother, father had charter buses. Um, my father was doing gospel concerts, right? Mm-hmm. My mom, she was directing groups. When they divorced, 
we no longer had the charter buses. They were gone, right? So then the struggle became, okay, how do you adapt to getting toys out of the... But my foundation was already rock solid. Right. Right? I just had to make the adjustment, right, to, right. to right. poverty. So the the issue is and to, to, to agree with you and then to also understand that a lot of people, this is why everybody's talking financial literacy, because people didn't talk about money. Yeah. This is why they're talking about putting sex in school, because people wouldn't talk to their kids about sex. This is why we're talking about the, you know, the number of uh, relationships that are broken, because all we talked about was broken relationships. So our words manifested, mm-hmm. right? Now, this is why I was talking about they. Our words against we manifested, mm-hmm. right? Because I want to perform. Look. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw away a whole marriage for what they say I should feel like. Yeah, gotcha. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So we the endurance that it takes for us to stay in a marriage for the longevity for the children to make it work. Now, I ain't no DMV guy. I can't stand you. Put your hands on a woman. Don't even come around me. I don't even want none parts of you, uh-huh. right? Because I think that when you put your hands on a woman. Right. You failed everything. Right. That's terrible. Right. So I never hit a woman. Right. You can always replace them, but you can't. You don't need to be hitting them or chasing them. Yeah. You know what I mean? The other part that really is uh, inexcusable is the fact that we got caught up in the word screwing. Back in the day, was screwing and not making love. The whole process for a child to even come in here, right, is through making love, love. because yeah. then they are born of love. Yeah. And so it's not something they have to look for because it's present. We have way too many kids that are not born in love, so yeah. they're constantly looking for it, and it has an expectation. Yeah, because they screwed up. They yeah. screwed up, right? Because I was they like have that. an expectation yeah, most definitely. of what a relationship should be. Yep. Right, most definitely. And we can mark our kids. So it's, it's, it's real deep. But uh, to, to, to go along with the sister, you know, if you choose to struggle, it's only because you're not, in my opinion, you're not picked up no new information. New yeah. information is everything. Exactly. You're not doing the work that you need to do. That's yeah. right. Absolutely. That That's right. And yeah. you're not surrounding yourself with the right people either. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you got to. In order to, um, I tell people all the time when people like uh, show me pictures of people who they had, you know, was close to. I'm like, man, I was never into that because I always wanted to be me. You feel me? When I take pictures with somebody, I don't want nobody. I don't. I don't want people to say, "Oh, he was out hanging with such and such." You know what I mean? You don't need to know what I know. Yeah. Because in case you be like, because people say, "Oh, just because you was with Russell Simmons, you think you the shit." They always use that, and and, and sometimes just being a, a good enough person to pour into people through people who you met is better than showing everybody who you've been around. Yep. You know what I mean? Because. Think- Go ahead, Miss Carmen. I think what, in my mind, I think what we have to do is um, send out a different perspective, a different message. Um, For a long time, I know I was, um, you know, when I was with my biological family, before I went into foster care, I was always taught, you know, um, you know, and our parents say a lot, if you want something done, do it yourself. So a lot of times we have taught and we were taught to isolate ourselves and to figure it out by ourselves. And I think now we have to start, 
rethinking how we sent out the message of community. Um, and when I'm talking about community, it entails that whole struggle thing. You know, sometimes we are so prideful that we won't reach out and ask for assistance. And it doesn't always have to be monetary, you know. Um, but we won't ask for, you know, help like, hey, man, how did you do this? Or, you know, sis, how did you, you know, come across this information? And then, you know, for us, we hold on to stuff for dear life, you know what I'm saying, and not release it to the people that are around us. Um, I think that can change our whole community when we talk about struggling. Well, Ms. Carmen, I do agree with you, but first, I learned from Dr. Sabrina. You can't say you agree with me and then say but because it cancels out what you just said. No, it does not, Ms. Carmen. You can say however. That's the this is a situation where you that's why they gave us two ears and one mouth supposed to listen before you talk <laughs> listen so he, but you said but I said but because I, everybody don't have the understanding that you have so just hear me out but people have to be willing to receive it because there has never been a time in my life that I, ne- that I ever kept something away from people in my circle if people want to learn the hell so my boy, man, you create your own competition. I said, no, I'm not. They're not going to be. Able- Miles, you keep making it personal. I'm no, talking I'm- about corporately. I'm talking about a community. I'm Hold on, listen. About a community mindset. Okay, what not I was saying. Individual. No, listen. As it, but that's how communities start. It start with a leader, with a person who's willing to pour into people. I've been willing to pour. It's a lot of people. Cal, we we pour into each other all the time. All the time. The majority of people we we willing to pour, but there's a lot of people not willing to receive. More 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 people listen just to respond on things, and they don't hear. Like if Cal would come to and That's say, "Like you," what about me? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I wasn't supposed to say that. No, Go ahead. no. What, what I'm saying is, <laughs> see, that's what I'm talking. About. One mouth, two ears. Um, well, see. I know you're not talking with most of the, all the talking you do. You cut people off. Yeah, because I'm. That's what I'm saying. I hear what you're saying. You and Cal pour into each other. You and whoever else mm. pour into each other. No, we and pour I'm into the community. We pour into the community. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we're, whether we're it's givers. You, the community, whether it's you or community, what I'm saying is, it's a snowball effect. Oh yeah, so it, I don't it most know definitely. If we're saying is. the same thing or not, but I'm saying it's a snowball effect. It is. We yes, sit, it starts with ourselves individually, but so, as we give it out, it spreads. And so don't worry I give about it to the you. ones who's not catching it. I, I give it to you because I only evaluate it this way. My success. All my boys, thirty eight years, are husbands and fathers. The commitment to culture and people, a bendor. So and his point is is that if he could name all the people that he helped Right, um, yeah. it would be beyond your imagination. We have helped, and this is why we do pour in each other. We have helped so many people, right? And it became almost an addiction to us that we give to other people flawlessly. Here, yeah. here's a resource. Here's a th- this is what made us. So we're a mark. In the middle of exactly what you're saying, right? Um, when you're, you're saying what we need to do, like we're doing it, right? Um, I, I'm sharing that with you uh, through, I was just saying last night, I met a gala and I, I run into a young lady and I said to her, I said, we are really restoring families. And she said, what do you mean? I said, like, our work mm-hmm. is really restoring families. It's not for me to get the glory. Right. 
it's for the family to take off yeah. right from a different perspective that here's something that you can do together you don't have to like you said miss carmen you don't have to struggle uh -huh. you got and so we teach the boys how to help in the house so yeah. you can hook cook this Sunday, our boys, we bringing in the chef, and our boys are going to learn how, from 8 to 24, are going to learn how to cook, and the meal that they cook, they're going to eat, right? Right? Family day. Right. You know, so we're doing exactly, when you talk to Miles or you talk to me, we're doing exactly what all of the culture needs to be doing. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's all I was saying that, you know, we all do it corporately. Because, like Miles was just saying, he said, well, you know, in, in essence, some people don't listen. Yeah. But the people who do listen, they are attached to a community. Yeah. So what you what you teach me, what I sit and listen to you um, say and hear, and I apply it to my life or make it applicable for my life, then I go back, once I learn that, I go back and I teach the people that are connected to my community. Yeah. Yeah, so although we don't see the full picture, you know, it's spreading. So what I'm saying is yeah. the perspective has to be like you guys are, are saying, the struggle, although we are in this culture now to saying the struggle is real, it's not, it's an illusion of our mind because people are changing, people mindsets are changing and we are doing better, you know, as a community. We just have to change our mindset or continue to change our mindset with reaching out and grabbing one and because the bible tells us you know once you are converted you know strengthen your brother so once we learn you know uh, what we need to learn then it's our job it's, it's it's a command from god for us to strengthen the person next to us so they can go out and strengthen so that's all I was saying. Gotcha. I wasn't disagreeing with you guys. I was just adding to the conversation. No, and we and we and we received that. I, I never looked at it like you was disagreeing. I was just saying that from my perspective that I've learned in life. Um, not that Sabrina put it put it puts it way better than I ever done. Most people hear because that's a bodily function, but to listen is a takes a skill set. And having a skill set in listening, like when I heard, I heard some things that some people were saying just last week, and just last week we fixed that because I had a solution. Yeah. You feel me? And by me having a solution, I don't hold none of that back when it comes to us solving things. And well, and it don't have to necessarily take um, two or four people. It could be one person. It's just, that's why I was upset with my friend. I was explaining about uh, something else earlier. But as a whole, I dig the community thing. Because I don't want my brother or sisters to look at me as if, as if I'm taking right. if everything for me. I'm giving it to them so they can work for it, too, because I'm still working. Me and Cal still working. Brandon's still working on what we want to do because we, we have a vision and we have a plan. And sometimes it's not as clear as we want it to be, but, hell, we know where we want to go. Exactly, exactly. So right now we decide. Whatever we need it in the community. Most definitely. Definitely in the community. That's why right now it's not because I cannot afford no designer clothes or designers. I only wear things that people in. Independently done, you know what I mean. Yep. Whether I bought it, whether it was given, 
whatever. I only do independent things because it only makes sense to me. Though I did buy me a winter jacket off of Amazon last night, and I felt guilty. So I'm gonna throw okay. this. I'm gonna throw this on. Go ahead, Miss Gum. I'm gonna hang up, guys. Okay. All right. Um, Thank I, you. I just think that. Um, no, no, I said let me say one more thing. Yeah, go ahead, Miss Garment. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Miles, don't, don't be yelling and cussing at me, okay? I did not cuss. Damn. Okay. So listen, one thing I, you know, I, I love that that commercial. Um, and I don't know if they still play it, but I was in love with that commercial, the Ragu commercial. You know, um, they would say, you know, whether it's onions, oh, it's in there. You know, uh, bell peppers, is in there. Yes. And I honestly believe that whatever we need in our community, it's in there. Good one. That was a good one, Ms. Carmen. <laughs> you need to tag that. All right, let's do it. Like we, bye. Bye. bye here's here's a, a piece mm -hmm. to add. This is why we're different, men and women. Mm -hmm. Right? Here's one of the greatest tools, the wisdom that comes with men we've ignored for years, right? When a man becomes a father, his wisdom overly expands. Mm -hmm. It overly expands. Oh, it's you. And Go ahead, if, he, if he would recognize just how important that part of his existence is, mm -hmm. he would then become rich. Yes. Right. We, again, we have placed other things in places that didn't need to be placed. So if you don't value mm -hmm. what you just said about solution, about you can only do that because you understand mm -hmm. that where you are as a father. Most right? definitely. We have took fatherhood, right? And Well, we're taking fatherhood to a different level, right? But we have done things with fatherhood over money where we miss the wisdom there's no you can't put a value right. on fatherhood wisdom mm -hmm. the first thing a child or person who commits a crime that goes in jail the one of the first things they ask them is where is your parents yes. and the first thing they, they'll say they'll break down immediately because everything came to a standstill I didn't have no father yeah that wisdom is what's missing. Is what's missing. Mm, I agree. That's why when you see communities where there are a husband and wife in the communities, the lawns are manicured. There's no dirt. Yep. When you go to communities where there is no father, all you see is trash. Yep. So let's get this understood that the dynamic for family, right, is ultimately also the reason why your business will be successful. You have far too many individuals than you do couples. Most definitely. Yeah. Um, thanks for that wisdom, Kel. Yeah, definitely. Um, Lake said, that's the designer you have on, but I do know what you mean. Actually, this is my gear that I do have on. And What's you, that? You're right. I am a designer, but like I said, only independently done in Cali designer. Um, B. Todd is a designer, too. He got uh, a TWT. So, um, uh, One Media Detroit says, taking constructive, constructive criticism is the best way to improve your game. Yes. But however, all criticism, even if it's constructive, don't mean it's meant for you. That's yep. true, too. Okay, so let's get yep. that straight. Yep. Most people don't understand, just because it's constructive, it, it's hard to say something constructive if somebody don't know what you're constructing. Because yeah. some people put their opinion in that's good for them and their understanding, but not knowing, hey, it's a curve in the middle of this building. Yeah. That's why... 
How many times you have seen people, especially in Shanghai, um, Beijing, when they build them towers and shit, you don't see, you don't even, you be like, how? Yeah. What? You know, it's because they know what they're doing. When people have a vision, have a plan, they know what they're doing. And sometimes you don't know what the fuck they're doing, so you should just shut up. Yeah. And what people don't understand is when somebody got a vision, they everybody else on the outside is not going to understand it unless they're working with that person. So what I'm trying to push for, what Cal trying to push for, what you trying to push for, somebody else on the outside is not going to get into their standing with one of us, at least to see our vision. So a lot of people are not going to see things the way you see it. They're not going to get it. They're just like, oh, how you do this? How you do that? Like you did with your boy. Mm. Come with me. Most definitely. And I think more people need to do that instead of just assuming the worst or, you know, just asking a bunch of questions with no with no with not wanting to inquire like how it's getting done. Like just really try to see what's going on. And I think that's the problem with us as a community. We always like pass judgment on each other instead of trying to focus on the good. Well, Lake, I want you to call in because what you're saying, I don't get. She said, "Wow, that's not true. What's not true? We don't know. That's just that's just saying fathers move their families to the suburbs." Thing what he said. That's what I'm saying. Again, people's perception come different ways. Yeah. Instead of hearing, you have to listen. Yes. They hear from pain, though, brother. A lot of times, it it touch you. Be to touch something that trigger a different response. Like when we respond, we trigger something to you. We we, in today's conversation, we made you come in. So we yeah, because it's a lot of men. There were a lot of there are a lot of fathers right now. Right, that's in his, our shoes mm-hmm. that we were in. Yeah, there is some brothers right now sitting in a car, contemplating to die by suicide mm-hmm. right now because we are told to give everything. Yeah. And they are told to give very little in return. Yep, and and because of that, we say we have the value. But we diminish, we begin to diminish that value at the boy level. Okay. So we didn't just get to, you didn't just get to where you were because of that one struggle. Right. That came from you coming through all that and it came to that point. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly, because you can't do something, you've been able to do all this. And then you got to you that hard ass knuckle over there, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you did all of that, and you come to a point, you just like, I can't go no farther. Right. No, she, oh, she took it. She took Calling it. You on she, the air? She, she took it from a wide perspective. <laughs> she said, I'm, I'm a single mom, and there's no trash in our yard. He wasn't, saying, he wasn't saying in a person's yard, like he was saying in the no, community. <laughs> What he said is when there's fathers in the community, you don't tend to see trash. And when there's no fathers, you see trash. That's a hell of a statement to make. That's kind of true. Know, it, it, I mean, dispel but it. it's not specifically true. And I, okay, I can say dispel my, it. I, I live in a neighborhood where there's no father in the home and there's not trash, you know, so. Okay, so where are the men at? Like that. So your whole neighborhood, I mean, your whole neighborhood. So let me ask you this question. So your whole neighborhood is specifically made up of the same model that you speak of, that your yard and all of their yards are done. No, our yards are manicured over here. Okay, and so in your neighborhood where you're manicured, how many of those yards manicured by lawn service? 
None. Okay, so in your neighborhood, what do you consider your neighborhood? One block, two blocks, or five blocks? One. Okay, so in your one block radius, when you leave your one block radius, you're telling me that after you pull out one block radius. Okay, wait a minute. So, because I'm not here for the question. You're saying it as if. It's fact. Fathers, that's fact, that fathers in the neighborhood make sure that the neighborhood is it's clean. It's fact. Because yeah. there's fathers in the hood that don't make sure their neighborhood is clean. Only when you move out into the suburbs, because if you live in the city, you'll see both. It's not a it's not a recipe of design the way you said it that way. It's fact, and, baby. He he was saying fathers and mothers like like having that family together. That's when you see that that ha- see that happen. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't take it personal. Your no, personal success no, does I, not erase what is fact. When you pull out onto the freeway, there's trash. When you pull out on the freeway in other communities where there's majority, you don't see that. So what I said was, he's saying that fathers move their families out the suburbs. No, no. no. <laughs> that ain't okay, what, what I'm saying. I can go in Rosedale. There are married couples in Rosedale. There's no trash in Rosedale. I can drive down but Rosedale. There every- tra- there's trash on Southfield Freeway. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. And Rosedale is right around the corner. Yeah. Well, that's what... I, you're j- disagreeing with me in other ways. So I'm, okay. I'm, what I'm trying to point out to you is it's good that you take care of yours. But majority, you got to understand that you're living in one of the highest level of the scene. Cleveland is 72%. Uh, Detroit is 71% single household. Right. What they have in common, single households have in common across the country, poverty. Yeah. That's what they have in common. So outside of that, what do they have in common educationally? Is Our children, not, it's the same process, baby. And and I and I got I got exactly what you're saying, but that's still not a comparison of area, right? Y'all telling me I'm wrong because you're comparing. The we city, never and said saying, we never said no, you were okay, wrong. I apologize. I apologize that my perspective is off, but it just sounded like when he relayed that message that usually when people become dual incomes they move to better neighborhoods and he's comparing by saying he's using the numbers of the city you know and those numbers so it kind of balance out that's just what i seen and that's what it sounds like I, well i wasn't saying they moved to the suburbs i just said that when you when you go look at other areas right where there are two parent households you find Manicure law. Yeah. And when you look in poverty areas, if that helps you, when you look in poverty stricken areas, you don't you don't see that. And and my my original question was when I asked how do we fix it, because I hear you guys talk about how great of dads you are and this and the other. My family, my children, my best, you know, and what others are doing. And so we already know what the problem and solutions are. I mean, we already know what the problem. So my question was, how do we fix it? So we're in the middle of that very thing, right? We see it in the lives of two boys, the restoration of family. That's what my work has been. That's what it's been since I was 20 years old. So 38 years in the process, I begin to go against what the culture was doing a long time ago. When I see the symptom 
from the perspective I had no idea this would become purpose. It has now become purpose. So it, in my work since 2007, over 23,000 youth, 15,000 boys have come across our work, right? In the process of having uh, a nonprofit and a mentoring program, our goal is real heavy to take this work not just here but in 10 other cities where we call it for boys of promise why because the boy becomes a man the man becomes a husband and the husband becomes a father we are out of order when it comes to the family structure and we have been for a very long time I mean, um, I get that. Right. And so, so we're doing the very work that you're asking about. You can go to emmyworld.com, E-M-I-Y world.com. We would love a donation, a volunteer, whatever you'd like to do. Because well, I'm a single this mom, so I'll be looking for free programs. So I, don't, yeah, yeah. I, I need somebody to pour into my child. So that's why I was asking, yeah. how do we fix it? And do we see outcome with these programs? That 1,500 boys that 15, are mentored. 15,000, my yeah. apologies. Um, these men are becoming husbands and providers and changing the community. Yes. So, hey, Lake, this is Gigi. What's hey. up, girl? Hey. Hey. So <laughs> I'm off camera. <laughs> I'm behind the scenes. Um, so I just wanted to give a personal testimony of mine because my son is a part of the Emmy program. Mm -hmm. So he does. You can see a difference in what he does and how it makes a difference in our household on the simple fact that he's when he started in uh, was that September? Yeah, in September. Well, by the time I got to a parent-teacher conference, he had bragged about the program and was excited to go back. Like, he asked me when we're going and keeps me on tact on how to do whatever they got going on in the program and letting me know. And he also, you could tell the difference um, <laughs> when somebody get on them too because then he becomes more active at home. So what they are doing is making a difference personally and I've just started, had him start the program in September. So, um, and there's no, and I'm a part of it too because we are doing work as moms as well, being involved. So it is a community sense and all of the guys are dads or pastors or um, some type of family oriented figure in the guy's life and they don't hold them up either so oh, and I would like to contest to that too um, on you Gigi and you Cal because when I first met Evan <clears throat> that's Gigi's son he was kind of standoffish he was cool but he like uh, you know what I mean we just the other day he he was like he, he actually was responding to me talking to him and everything and even joking with him so I thought that was so dope and I could see why you know right. what I mean you so, see the difference yeah I see the difference well he's brilliant right a lot of times you know you got to have the the, the wherewithal and experience I, I've had the experience or so you can see his brilliance and in in each one of these kids, there's a certain amount of lack or input, right? Mm -hmm. So is immediately you can see where his his parents' input is present, as well as participation, like she said. But his input is kind of his foundation is kind of. So when you see that he got a solid foundation like that, right? You can mm -hmm. pull mm -hmm. even more, right? And so we've been able to pull so much more just out of him. But we have stories like that. I got a 12-year-old that was with me for two years, just won state championship at 11, and he pent a 15-year-old. Now, going into that process, right, it, he was 
same way. But I could see, and the mentors we could see, but we look at it. The reason why we use dads as mentors because it takes twelve dads takes 12 mentors to equal one father. So we ask fathers to mentor because they have a different type of wisdom that they can apply. So their patience is there. Our patience is there. Um, our understanding of the games, right? So we strip down, right? Because nurturing and, and, and the processes and the things that's in their life has a way of building walls. The mm. very wall that I was just telling you about, that you walked through all those walls till you came to the only one, which was yourself, Yep. right? And so when we take those walls down, Miss Lake, right, from our sons, Right now, he becomes even more creative. He becomes more responsive. That's why we do the breathing circle. So if you if people don't follow us, why people not in my my Instagram should be off the charts, shouldn't it? Right. Yeah. But people don't follow that because we're talking about something that has nothing to do with nobody else. Y'all not in this space. I'm talking family. Yeah. And I'm telling you, that's what her her son. Family, mm -hmm. they are my family. That's how we see these things, right? So when we go and go learn something new, my family. Yep. So they have access to me too, Miss Lake. So they 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 can call me direct if they having a problem. We go to the schools, right? They have to do community service. Next Saturday, they're doing community service. They're feeding seniors. Yeah. So that's part of this work to turn these men and get those things tore off where they can put that input. The way that it needs to be put into the society, because far too long we have too many boys with feminine energy. Yes, definitely. Uh, and DeWanda asked, how can young men become involved in this program? Go to emiyworld.com. We have a spring session that starts uh, the day. We're, we're beefing about the day right now because I, <laughs> I, I believe I always start before. Martin Luther King, right? So, but the boss she want to tell me is after. So it's going to be January, January fifteenth, sixteenth, somewhere there. Of course you do, right? <laughs> and um, and so um, right there in January, and we go fourteen weeks, and then March fifth is the whole community. We do our community pancake breakfast, where our boys serve the community. No. Do you right. guys offer grants and scholarships for the program? Our our program, if 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 we get the right sponsor that they put it up, we sure do. Right. This year we was able to get a little bit of extra money, and and so we offered it to a, a few parents that was able to get in in time. Um, no two I days is the same. No two days is the same, and, and and hopefully that happens again in January. But I'm gonna be honest with you, Miss Lake. Uh, I think the culture and the people and um, and society um, has turned their back on, and this includes black males. I think black men, black boy. I think we've turned our back on our boys and even men. I think. I mean, I think sometimes we forget. Like, and this is me personally, and I love what you guys do. I swear. But like when you talk to the single mom that doesn't get child support and has incarcerated, the uh, the father is incarcerated, you know, and it's a lot of us out here. We tend to get forgotten because of our financial situation, you know. Um, no, so, no, no, no. We take boys, them all, baby. Those boys. No, I mean, if there's no grant or scholarship with SOL, that's not necessarily true. Were you on the list? Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta still be in the room or be on the list well, in order to be in order to be. Put how in about place. this, Miss Lake? Don't worry about it. If you if you want to get him in, don't worry about it. You you ain't gonna have to worry about it. How about yeah. that? There you go. Well, there you go. 
That was the first time I ever heard that, so I appreciate that. And it's coming from a woman, so I, yeah. that makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. That's we that. are a family here. <laughs> we had a time the other earlier yeah. this week. Yeah, you mean you mean good. Okay, I mean, I'll like, be with y'all off air. Off air. We appreciate you calling. Thank you calling, lady. Hey, I do, we just add it some time, so if y'all got some time, we can still kick it. But listen. And, and whoever that last caller was, yes. please, please call, call back. And what I, I would like to say this, and maybe um, between all of us, podcasting and people who do self streamcasting, we can start sponsoring kids too. We just run a drive or do an event or whatever to um, go ahead and start pushing forward. I just believe that we independently need to support each other mm-hmm. thoroughly. I made an announcement at our last meeting that everybody who got a podcast needs to listen to everybody who got a podcast if it's on podcasting. You know what I mean? I ain't saying don't listen to nobody else, I'm saying, but we got to support each other. That's one of the first signs. It's simple as just hitting the uh, on button. Yep. Definitely. You feel me? So, um, with that being said. Hey, Tia. Hey, Mark. What up, though, y'all? So, with that being said, it's not hard for us to push through. We just have to have the will to do it. Like I told somebody, can you imagine, honestly, every day I got up to do the Rise of Ground Morning Show? Every day. And then I remember one time, I, everybody called me and said they can't make it. And I was the only person. Somebody called me like, man, it's nine ten. What's up? I was like, shit, uh, ain't nobody here. They're like, so? Uh, y'all, this show gets my day started. I was like, damn. All right, well, I'll see what I can do in the next five minutes. Somebody else called me, hey, nigga, you ain't on. Yeah, yeah. Miss and Miss Carmen called. And like, y'all not on. I said, okay, I'm about to go on. Right, calling you on the air at top of the top. That was my best show to me. A couple of questions. Oh hell no! No, 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 the um, foundation is laid upon the fathers, the men of the household or in our community. Um, and then I hear you say, or I think I hear heard you say that that's why you guys pour into the young men and your program is surrounded with the young men. Um, my first question is, if the men are the foundation, do you guys spend a lot of time building up the men in the community so that they can go back home or go to their home and build up the, the you know, the family or the sons that they have or have abandoned? And then my next question is, and then I'm going to hang up. My next question is, Miles, please stop moving. Miss <laughs> Carmen, that is not me moving. Then my next question is, um, with the young men, because I know um, by working in the school system since 1998, um, just left three years ago, I know that a lot of times we build our young people up, um, and we do see an um, influx of behavioral issues with our, it used to be with our young men, but now it's just across the board. Our young ladies is getting as worse as the young men. How do you build them up and put them in a position where they can thrive only to go back into dysfunctional households? It's like you're fixing one problem, but they have to go back and still survive in that environment. 
um, I'm going to hang up and listen to your um, Okay. Your so, so, Gigi touched on it. We During the 14 weeks of our mentoring program, we run boss sessions. It's called Build Our Sons. We launched Build Our Sons Boss, right, because 80% of the boys in Michigan are in the hands of women, right? It's also a bad philosophy when a man believes that their kid is going to be okay just because he may have turned out okay being raised by a woman. Uh-huh. It's another flaw. So in Boss, we help the women self-care, all kinds of things, tools, things they need to stop doing with the son, the whole nine. Then on the first Monday of every month, we'll bring in the father, father figure, uncle, cousin, grandfather, right? And we put them in front of the boy, right? And then on November the 20th, this year, it'll be family day, where we bring the whole family in the building and they have to work together on different things. Mm -hmm. And we sometimes do yoga. And on top of that, uh, to answer your question about men, tonight we're right here at the Studio. Studio. We invited fathers to come in to do more. Before COVID, we did 11 straight years of fatherhood celebration walks in the Labor Day Parade. Mm, We've done all the months, uh, the whole month of June, on nothing but fathers, father figures, men from across the country. We called it Fatherhood Unity Month. The brand has its own. Right. Good Fathers Only has his own nonprofit, So we're coming together now because we got momentum with Emmy. Now I got to get this momentum rolling with Good Fathers Only and getting men to move that, right? So uh, helping men, my phone is open 24 hours. Uh, my wife, she don't really care for the phone ringing at 12 o'clock. So. It's a secret to get through. You got to right. call back to back because he right. be having do, do not disturb. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, and so we kind of been, you know, shutting that down, but men call, get help all the time, right? This is a welcome resource, right? And we got lawyers, we help men. We, But the biggest issue that we see with the men that call me is men fighting to get into their children's lives. Uh-huh. That is the biggest call I get consistently from men. Men, I'm not been able to see my child. She took me back and forth to the courses. I'm tired of going here. I can't see my kid. She playing games. She take my kid. Whenever I'm trying to book the station, she to move. We then went through all that, but we also I sit on the fatherhood policy group, mm-hmm. and so we've already changed policy. And in 2024, you'll see some new things that come out of the system and policy that will help men. That's the that's right? what I was touching on earlier. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. And so that is the 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 area for which uh, we can offer uh, when women say there's no, we don't have men don't protect them. Uh-huh. The lack of protection starts at the boy right. because we're not listening to our sons when our sons say, mama, don't do that. Right. And we tell them, boy, shut, shut up. up. So that's the beginning of a man's silence when he's constantly being told to shut up. He might have a dream, a philosophy, a vision, a vision, the whole nine. And he's constantly told to shut up. And after a while, he's quiet. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I would like to say this. Ms. Kevin said the girls is worse. The 
if you believe the girls' words, just know that the girls the girls have at least fifteen to one more opportunities than the boy do. They put twelve point eight billion dollars in the girls and women's programs in 2018, 2000 shelters. They did nothing for, for boys. Currently in the state of Michigan, they were two companies to announce that they were doing black men and boys. Nothing. And it's sitting in the hands of women. Nothing has been done. Uh. And, it, and so it, here's here's one thing I've been telling people from from the beginning of us even doing shows or podcasting, black men and black women has been put against each other. Absolutely. For, for, for a black woman to be head of a, to be a head of a program dedicated to black boys, that's wrong. That's totally out of order. So what I'm saying is, we gotta thank God that they're there, but are they there? Well, education took a hit, right? Education became feminine, I think, back in 1990-something. They decided in something in there that education would become. So men started stepping away because um, I don't want to be disrespectful and I don't want to come off the wrong way, but education was feminized. So at some point, they took the gym out because the gym, right? Before that, they took out electricians. They took out plumbers. Yep. When I was in high school, we had woodshop, plumbing, electricity, the whole nine. Right? But the other part that they took out when we addressed in our man-to-man youth summit was law. Law? They took out a lot of life skills. Yep. Things like accounting. Like, they don't even teach our kids cursive. You have to know how to write. Yep. And read cursive because yep. all of our historical documents are in cursive. Yep. If you want to do anything with history, government, law, yeah. you need to learn to read and write in cursive. There are no life skills. You're, no you're teaching that though, right? But cursive? You're, you're yeah. Teach, yep. I, thought, I, thought I had to teach Evan how yep. to write and, and in cursive. So that's, that's what you have to do to move away from that, right? That was the thing mm-hmm. that we was just talking about. You do that. We yeah. don't wait. We don't wait on oh, yeah. day at Oh, we, we have to be once, we have to once be the first I teacher. found yeah. out the things that are not being taught and yeah. then also just live in life because I went to college before I learned how to really like balance my checkbook and understand like financial literacy and how important those type of things and so now that I do have my son you got to learn how to manage your time your money your resources you have to learn how to write in cursive you have to learn yes. these certain things just because yes. it's not being taught and we're already starting them at a lack you're they're getting set up to follow not to lead Uh not to understand and really go through life because most of the time you get to college you know these kids that come into college and they haven't been taught those skills they be lost i went to school lost if i had that knowledge i would have known not to open up a credit card to get free pizza you know what i'm saying and that's how they set children and set society up for you to be already even in more debt because if you're taking out student loans they come on college campus praying on your ignorance so it's very important and because in our society um, we don't have the, it's not taught it's not normal to teach those type of things and mm-hmm. have those type of skills then you are falling victim to those things and now you're coming out of college with not just the education but extra debt extra things um, and as a parent now I learn to listen to my child like there's certain things that Evan teach me I don't I don't shut him out in his opinion right. I mean even though I don't like it sometimes but hey <laughs> You know, I have to tell him because now he challenges his teacher. Like, thank God he just got his report card right. He got all A's and a B. 
So he was getting a B in gym since second grade because he challenged his teacher. And what happened is that she told him to do something and he took it literally. And she was like, that's not what I meant. He was like, well, that's what you said. And I'm and he wasn't being, once it got explained, he wasn't being smart. Right. I mean, he a smart ass, but he wasn't being smart. But moment. he was like, in that moment, he was like, no, that's what you said. Say so it. I did yeah. exactly what you said. Oh, oh she didn't convey it. But here is what he has that's on his side. His mother runs dance. No, listen. Hmm. His household has more than 30,000 words. In a poverty stricken household, children don't get 30,000 words. Right. Right? His household has at least, she probably batting at least 1 million between her and his father. And because you can tell just in his mannerism how many yeah. words he's getting. You, we have to understand within our culture, within this society, that poverty-stricken households, the children do not get. This is on the average. This was a study of thirty thousand words. So if you can get your household to three million words, mm -hmm. imagine what he knows going through the door. Right. My 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 stepson went from one reading level to the twelfth grade reading level because all we did was just up. As many words as possible, from vocabulary to books to to reading, the projector on the wall. Read this, right? We took and just pounded in words and words and words, and he shot up, right? Mm -hmm. And so that is where I think that we are missing the boat because remember the story I told you where my people was on the porch getting high. Now this is a true fact. Y'all like to get high in the middle of the day when that's that kid's time. So mm -hmm. let's be realistic, right? Go sit down or go outside. And so you outside, you in the house turning up, you getting blowed or whatever. So the kid is coming back into a bowl ass environment in the first place. Off the rip, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's let's put the kid out front, right? So my boy and them, they was out front. The two little boys. I said, I'm gonna show you how I can take your kids. And they were sitting on the porch. They rolling up the blunts, got the liquor. It's right smack in the middle of the day. Right? So he said, oh, no, Mr. Man. I said, uh, 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 no, no, no. Let me handle this. I got you. Mm -hmm. Right? So I went out and started playing with the boys. Now I'm playing with them. We throwing the football. Hey, yeah, my man. Do it again. Oh, I'm putting all that encouragement in the, in the pie. Right? Right? Now they running back. It's my turn. I got all that encouragement in the pot. I said, the next person to win, right, we're going to get a treat. Touchdown. All right. All right. Let's go to the store. I opened up the car door. They was getting in the car. Yeah. Just like that. They, Just like both that. parents were sitting right there. They all were sitting right there watching. They about to get in my car. Mm -hmm. Right? I said, before we do, go ask your, your parents. parents. Yep. In my children's book. To this day, because of that, every character in my book has to get permission to go. So Ober and Luther have to both go to their parents to ask yeah, for permission yeah. to go to the park. Right. Yep. They taught us that a long time ago. Long time yeah. ago. Yeah. No, no, just going nowhere. Yeah. These kids right. get to go wherever they want to go. Yeah. Watch whatever, look at whatever. Like, it, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Days. But I will like, say this, though, and I will say this, but I didn't want to add, didn't say what somebody just texted me. We got to remember, right? We really are cool as 65 years out of being who we are right now. Meaning having the freedom to go where we want to go. We only 65 years out of this motherfucker. We got to understand that. So, 
Calvin parents, my parents, and um, was probably way more protective of their children and had a better watch on their children. Yeah, than most. Okay, that that's um, uh, it's funny you say that word because it's like I I didn't try to speak to people about that in the past and mm-hmm. the present about you know what protection means. Yeah, and that's me. That means like. I think protection almost more important than providing almost. Yeah, I mean protection will bring the provider. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. That, it's all so it is part of providing. Yeah. Protection yeah. is part of the provision because the, the providing. What are you providing your child, Gigi? You're providing your child education. You're providing him discipline. You're yeah. providing him clothing. You're providing him uh, shoes. You're providing him books. You're providing him opportunity. Way, You're providing him uh, opportunity with his parents. You're providing him more words. You're pro- so when we get into the word providing, this is why I have a problem when women bring up providing. They mm-hmm. just money. And, and yeah. it's just isolated specifically yeah. right to money. Yeah. I, I bring call way it. more to the table. Call it, you're on the air, top of the top. Hey guys. What's up, though? How you doing? Hey. Hey, it's Tia, girl. Me. Hey, it's just me. Tia, right? It's Tia Lewis. Or the Tia Black? Yeah. Yeah. Shut up. She runs the club again. She fell apart. She runs the club again. She wants to start it over. She wants to start it over. But what you was about to, what was you saying, though? So it's a person that says, um, Ask this. Most children are not in this situation by choice. My son, who was 16 <laughs> years old, lost his father seven years ago. Yep. I'm from a small family that do not have many men and, and his, and his uh, paternal family do not have men that I would allow to mentor my son. Um, would what, what this program benefit my uh, would this program benefit my son? And if so, how much does it cost? Yeah. He's sixteen. It's a little. It's a little measly old two fifty, and we take payments, right? He'll learn a language. For how long, Cal? Fourteen weeks. Okay. He'll learn a language. You'll be involved. He'll get in shape. Uh, we'll Look, take some of that trauma down. Learn less. Learn another language. He'll too. learn twelve. Yeah. He'll learn uh, eleven pillars of character. Um, he'll be loved. We have. Uh, the Rose like to call it seven touch points. We hug our boys. We make sure our boys understand. Our boys are right here. Uh-huh. We're all right here. So it's group. We don't do the one-on-one, right? And one-on-one mentoring, um, you, you're going to pay more than that, right? But the, the group is why we did it group because one-on-one mentoring had changed for me. And I wanted to make sure that we did more because I was doing, at some point, I was averaging 200 boys. But we weren't getting the funding. And as soon as we started asking for applications and things like that, because it was coming out of my pocket, right? As soon as we started asking for applications and things, that that's when we recognized that the literacy was a big problem for the parents as well. So parents couldn't fill out the application, right? But in the meantime, we continued to move down. So now we're in this area. We was at 8 to 14, which is where our success rate is very high we just moved into 14 to 24s right so that's in the area the elite has to be uh done one of our elites was 325 pounds he's now 276 right and he he was he has changed dramatically mentally to where he's handling but he used to fall asleep right now we knocked that and we still knocking it off of him 
right? And he's he's the first to come in. He goes to work, does his thing. But to understand that every male success is going to be different, right? Because what her son might do, the next one might need a little bit more. We we yeah. we yeah. have a kids. I've had kids only come in a year and they gone. And I'm talking about they take all the way off. We don't try to hold them. What give we them try to do, give them yeah. that outlet, give yeah. them that structure that, and show them who they really are, and then we'll put them in different other resources for them to continue to grow. Um, this is why I want my own empowerment center so I can do more. So then I can do thirty at eight, thirty at nine, thirty at ten, thirty at eleven, thirty at twelve. So now that's that's five times three. That's 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 one hundred and fifty boys. You see what I'm saying? And they all getting the same thing and being able to go out into a family mindset because that's what we strip from from our children, the family mindset. We all this all this individual stuff, man, is just whack because you 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 can't get unity just off of me. Right. Right. That's true. You can't it's get a village. Yep. Yeah, right. And 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 people say, Well the village yeah, the village is sick simply because it's just me, right? right? That's why we do it the way we do it, because it's just we. You see yep. what I'm saying? And we have those pieces in place, and constantly, like they're working on the explorational trip. The mothers are working on the trip that we're taking in the spring, right? Where are we going to take them in the spring? We took them to D.C. We took them to the Ark Adventure in Kentucky, right? We expose them at the end of the spring. In the spring session, we're real strict. Because those that came in in the fall, that come back through the spring, they got an opportunity for a jacket. So you can't miss. You don't want to be absent. You see what I'm saying? So we take that truancy away. Right? We don't need you to make excuses to remove him from education. We need him to get that. Right. What we apply, right, is that he becomes an everyday man. You cannot be an everyday man and you miss 50 days of school no he's not gonna be an everyday man to you right and, and even in his own house you miss 50 40 days of school that should be one of your date questions hey yeah. so how, did you go to school every day yeah like man psh, man i was skipping you need to skip right out of there because he's not going to be consistent. Yeah. Discipline, you, nothing. Nothing. Him or her. Mm-hmm. You ask her the same thing. She's not going to be consistent in every day. I don't care how y'all look at it. Truancy is a major, major issue. Yeah. Like how you do education. How you do small yeah. shit is how you do big shit. Yes, sir. Um, if you do it, if you do it, if you used to do it then, you, you still have the ability to do it now. Um, it just make it worse because the older you get, the less fuck you every get. Every day. You can make money. <laughs> That's how you make money. That's how you get out of struggle because you go at it every day. My yeah. kids, every day of that work. That's what my man B be telling me all the time, man. Kyle, I just I just wake up and do it. Yeah, every yeah. day I go to work. He was even what he was doing at the job, like recording at the job. You know, he just was staying on it. Yeah. You know, staying consistent. Every day. Yep. I, I, write that on, I write that on my Facebook all the time, like consistency is key all the time. It is. In relationships. Yeah. In money. And yep. business. How you going to have a business? And you open, you, you say your business hours is 9 to 5, you open Monday, Friday, and come Wednesday, ain't nobody there at 9 o'clock. Yep. Come Thursday, ain't nobody there at 9. You didn't miss the opportunities yeah. that come with it. That's why the kids, when they the, when they go into work, they come to work for you or come to work for your job. They can't stay on the job. Yep. Because after a week, they get that check. I know y'all have seen this. Oh, yes. <laughs> they get the check. 
I make. I got the check. I'm gone. They don't even come back because it's the same process from the educational yeah. thing. I got the reward. I took the test. I ain't coming back. Mm. And then I missed three, four, five. And then you turn around, and get this little makeup packet that they give you, and then they turn around and give you this false ass grade. Yep. And it's destructive. It's destructive. It's and that is what your workforce has come up on. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy as hell. Yeah. Um, I will say this. I like the fact that we got a lot of feedback from this topic today. Uh, struggle versus handouts. Shout out to Bikai. Um, Thank you. To Thank you. It's a good topic. Thank you. It's a, good, it's a great topic. topic. And I'm, I'm looking I at commend it. y'all for the all men show today. Yeah. I see yeah. Yeah. all this yeah. testosterone. Yeah, yeah. It's some testosterone. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. We, we chocolate yeah. with almonds. <laughs> <laughs> always you. Yeah. Yeah. Always, it's going to always be you. <laughs> but, but I'm telling you, sometimes as Minister Farrakhan would say, you need the testicular fortitude. Yes. Sometimes you have to push through because you, most, a lot of people don't see black men as having the nuts to, to even uh, battle or challenge or push through oh, yeah. hard times. And we are, we always sense that we're always going to back down, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like you could tell when a, when a young boy have a man in his life because he look he look at the person, he say, uh, um, hey, son, this is be tired, be tired. You know, this is my son. He look him dead in the eye. Yeah. Oh, you know it's a huge mean? difference. Yeah. I've seen it. I've yeah. seen it before. Yeah. I've yeah. seen kids with their head down. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. You know, mumbling. Yeah. yeah. Like, like yeah. It's, it's sad. It's and, sad. And it's when a, when a father's in a child's life, whether it be a girl or a boy. Like my my daughter, when she's with me, I said, say hello. You know what I mean? Yeah. She'd be like, hi. She'd look you in your face, then like, hi. Yeah. I mean, like she stared you like, is this good enough, Dad? Because I'm tired. You know what I mean? When, when I met Gigi's son at the at the Far Fest, I said it was up to him. Like I already knew him, and he embraced it. He did. So I, I could tell he, he's been good. He's in good company. And I thought he I thought he took one of my shirts, right? But he did. Not proud of him. He's still plotting on you. I'm gonna have him beat you. <laughs> you just wait. He's still plotting. Anyway, but he stole my Reese cup. You know what I mean? They threw three. They threw three. He didn't steal it. It was in your face. But you took it for him. You were the accomplice of his thievery. So I mean, okay, I'm no. stick beside him. Okay. Right. That's real. But um, I would say this for people who are struggling for real. Um, this is on the on the manly thing and entrepreneurial side. Seek mentorship. Seek partnership. Strategic partnership. Seek out those you are willing to learn that you're willing to learn from. Don't seek out anyone though if you're not willing to learn. Because if you're not, you're wasting their time and your time. Because again, learning is not. Just a regular thing that's hearing and learn. I mean, listening. Excuse me. Listening is is a, not just a bodily function. It takes a skill set to listen. And so, if you're going to do that to get you out the struggle, you have to be around people who you're able to listen to. Pray too, man. Pray, yes. oh, pray, man. Pray. I don't know how spiritual y'all are up here, but um, no, pray. You know, pray. I'm, I am, you know, say sanctified, Holy Ghost filled. You okay. know, Come but, on. Pray. but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, I just um, what did you just eat though? <laughs> um. But no, you can't but yeah. and, and to add to what you were saying, Cal, um you gotta you gotta you gotta have that faith and do the work when definitely after you pray. Definitely. You can't definitely. just pray and just sit back like, oh yeah, God by the hand yeah. No, it don't work like yeah. that. Yeah. I, 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 I'll, I'll leave you I'll leave you with this one. And this is for any man that is a father. You're the closest thing to God when you become a father. True. Facts. So, you, so you better go and ask. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You better have the conversations that you need to be having mm-hmm. with the father because that is just ultimately 
how you get your one to one. That's your one on one mentoring. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. You yeah. got to go talk to the father, right? So many people don't see it that way, but the right, because of the way things have been structured, the they versus we, right? But the, the truth of the matter is when a man becomes a father, he becomes the most powerful thing there is. To the child. Yes. To, to the, the to the to family, family culture, environment, a woman, right? The essence that I bring a woman as a man and allowing to cover her allows her to become her very, very best. If I just come into your life to hit you, right? I, here I am. I'm Preach just here not. to hit you, right? I have not brought anything to no you value. but no some thing. problems. Yep. And whatever but, demons you attach to. Yeah. But if yeah. I bring to you, right, here, baby, don't do that. Here, let me, let give me you show some game. you. Yep. Let me... All right, you got that uh, way to go, right? Now she can take off some of them. Men don't know that because they've been coming from the wrong environment. Yep. Right. So, and so we think doing and sleeping with a lot of women, right, is the answer. And we block our own blessings yep. just from oh, that process. Because he that finds a wife find it a, a good, good thing, thing and sure. favor with the Lord. <laughs> favor. Well, well, yes. wait, wait I don't start with me, Pastor, uh, Pastor. Uh, okay. The word <laughs> says. The word says a wife, but not a woman. So get I, that right. Let's I, understand. I know. That. I understand. That's Let's why not, I said a wife. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm oh, going oh, off the word, baby. Oh, I know I'm a wife. Oh, I ain't got to be married. I am a wife. And that's the word. So what I'm saying is he that find that wife I ain't talking about no hoes I ain't talking about no tricks I ain't talking about no female I'm talking about a wife and every That's woman well. ain't a wife yeah every and man ain't a husband but absolutely not. a lot of the time you know a lot of our uh and a lot of our our people we, a lot of us think we good parents and we ain't. No, nope. yeah, you got work at that. Yeah, a lot of us think yeah. we good parents but, and we but, but to be a good parent is always work. And you oh, always yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you There's always, always room for improvement. So before we get out of here, Cal, I want to say your program is less than eighteen dollars a week. That's dope. It's less than that. No, it's not even eight dollars. Eighteen dollars because we have them two seven, days. Seventeen eighty. Uh, Seventeen. It's two days. Oh. So you get Sunday and Monday. So oh, it's, so you got twenty eight things, twenty eight. You get twenty eight interactions, brother. Damn, I man. estimate. Remember, the rule is, and this is why we did it. When I was on the East Side, we had three hundred fifty boys. He cut us off at the fourteenth week. Mm. We were supposed to get fifteen in, mm. but in that fourteenth week, when they cut us off, the church didn't want to come through. We had the recreation the whole nine. Them boys was flying. So let the less than. And so we built the program. Around fourteen weeks, so it's it's less than eleven dollars a week. Anyone said they can't afford eleven dollars a week? I'm sorry, I'm with you, Cal. They gotta, they have to really think about their life I'm choices. Sure, their life choices. I'm sure they do other things that that, that equates more than eleven dollars a week. Yeah, yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. got vices for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We gotta get out of here, uh, Cal. Tell them they can find you at CalvinTMan.com. Book me for your school. I make sure we change it. That's what's up. Um, Gigi, tell them where they can find your ass at. You can find me here later at 6 on Minding My Business, right here on Podcastic and on Instagram at Miss Gigi underscore 313 and Minding My Business underscore L. Be down. L-L-C.
Tide. Oh, I'm sorry. Be Tide. Where they can find you at? You can find me on Talks with Tide on every platform. You can find me right here Wednesday at 7 p.m. on the. Oh, I'm sorry, not the Rising Ground, but respectfully speaking, and every Thursday morning on the Rising Ground Morning Show. All right, uh, Cal, you new to the table. We'll tell them they can find you at. I don't, I don't even. I just seen your face and you said, What's up, Miles? I had a figure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, my, my boy kept inviting me, man. I had to come, but y'all need to be uh, supporting this brother, man. I'm going to yeah. tell y'all where to follow me and everything, but y'all need to be supporting that brother, man. Mm-hmm. For real, man. That brother that brother doing some things, man. Yeah. Boy, talking about, he talking about leading the exodus, man. All these boys that ain't got nobody, man, he, he leading them out. Yes, definitely. So I, I, I rock with that, man. Cal, I'm, I'm going to support that your personally. New, your new name is Moses. <laughs> <laughs> Moses. Uh, uh, y'all can find me on IG, Good Game 24. Um, That's my last name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good Game 24. Yeah. Uh, my, my production company, I'm starting Good Game Productions, man. It's, uh, it's been okay, an uphill battle. Okay, I need battle. a cut. Uphill battle. What you need? Huh? We, we, what kind of production company? Um, I'm trying to do short films. I'm trying to do... Uh, Come on, 